Yo. Hello! <laughs> Y'all, welcome back to Fate's End. A dun I oh, love wait. that hello with the cellos in the background. Oh, right. Just the... <laughs> Welcome back to Fate's End, a Dungeons and Dragons game driven by fate. I will be your tail weaver for the evening, and this will be a beautiful cast. We are back. Ah, we missed you all so very much. It, it's just, every time we have a week off, it just feels like we haven't played in years. Um, let's get into our announcements. Uh, first of all, we want to shout out Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com for the ambience that we use in our shows from time to time. We also want to shout out Nine Realms Gaming, our partner. They create top-notch gaming accessories from the finest wizards this realm has to offer. You can visit ninerealmsgaming.com and use our exclusive partner code LIAR10 to get 10% off your purchase. We also want to shout out Sirenscape for the ambient sounds, music, and their online player that we use on stream. Uh, we do use their sounds from time to time as well. You can follow us on social media with Command Socials and check out Ink and Lyra on all of our social channels or if you want to follow the cast. Uh, you can use Command FateCast and you can follow the entire cast of Fate's End. Uh, we currently have a community challenge going on. Make sure to contribute your scrolls and chat to see the Fate's End in-character Twitter account come to life and see your favorite characters from Fate End tweet. You ever wonder what Snonk would tweet if he was on Twitter? You ever wonder what Esperice would tweet if he was on if she was on Twitter? The we're gonna do we're gonna be making this Twitter. Uh, the entire cast is going to be tweeting to it as well as NPCs. And uh, if you want to see that come to fruition, put those scrolls in the chat. Um, I believe we're at eighty-seven percent. Somebody can update me on that. I don't have my phone with me right now. Somebody, somebody can I chime like in. Eighty-nine now. 89, we are at 89%. We are very close to hitting our community challenge. So do donate those scrolls, donate those scrolls uh, if you want to see that. Uh, also, it, did you miss out on our Kickstarter? Well, the pre-order store is now live. You can head on over to our pre-order shop and grab Stargazer's Guide to Auroria and any of the awesome items from our Kickstarter campaign right now. That is command pre-order, Daniel. Uh, other than that, Tonight, Esperice is going to be recapping us for the last episode of Fate's End. So, that being said, the time has come. Let's draw our cards for tonight's episode of Fate's End. Long time since I've been in Dawn's Rise. I've been traveling with a group of, uh, well, I suppose you could call them adventurers, maybe. <laughs> no, I, you would never think that I, well... Uh, let me tell you all that has happened since I last saw you. Last time, on Fate's End. My good friend, Ludan, had discovered some uh, untruths in his life. Another companion, Uramir, had just left the party to spend time with his family, and no sooner had he stepped off our ship than Ludan had turned to us to share his unimaginable news. The person I was actually raised by was Levi. I'm sorry, who? <laughs> Levi. So that's how they know. Levi. The god Levi? The god Levi. And, um. He changed my memories. <laughs> and he made my father leave my mother 
um, and you watched her die and took her place. We did our best to be supportive, most of us, and some with more grace than others. Okay. Maybe we shouldn't <laughs> question how I know or why I might not know, but maybe question why would Levi do something like that? Since, you know, he is your god. Well, that's a question, too. Why would he? He doesn't just go to people and raise them. I, I mean, he's... I mean, he's never said much about you. He said a few things, but... Like what? Well... He mentioned that you lied, and it was true. I, I I don't think that Livy would do something like this without purpose, and and maybe we can ask him later, and yeah. next, next time we see him. But I thought the situation was handled exceptionally poorly, particularly by Samson and by by Finelai, and I told them so. Finelai does not want to be thought of as a child, so I will expect him to act like an adult. See you guys tomorrow. walk off to his to his room and grab half of the letters that he's been writing um one of the uh oil lanterns and he'll pull out the bow that Levi gave him and off to the side of the ship um We'll make sure no one is looking. We'll take out his water pail and pour a little circle around it. Put all the letters that um, he was going to give to his mother when he found her. Uh, about their journey and about like all these wonderful people that he met. Um, throw them on the ground. Take the bow. Um, the archbane, and he'll take off the top and bottom piece of Logan's uh, wristband and place them in the center of the letters. And he'll take the bow, break it in half, place it in the middle, pour some of the oil out from one of the lanterns, grab one of his fire arrows, and just put it straight in the middle. And set the whole thing ablaze. Luden is my brother now. I have felt sometimes that there is not anyone in his life looking out for him. And it sounds now like no one has had his best interests at heart since he was four years old. If the gods will not care for him, I will. We continued our voyage to Acacia. I know that Finlay spoke with his newfound father, something about uh, borrowing books, I think. And Prayaria and Samson had a private conversation. They are both very private people. I know that. I know that I am not as old as you are or as wise in these things. I know that the realities of what we're doing is going to be A lot more than I could imagine. 
I know that you don't have to imagine these things. And I am thankful. I am thankful that you would continue to do these things that you hate. I am thankful that you hate them. It's awful. And and I think I think at that point Samson cries just a little bit. Just mostly I am thankful that you told me. Although I do not always want the person who has to do these things to be you, I I, I know that's yeah, I hope it's not always me either. <laughs> yeah. Good. It was really not too long at all until we arrived in Acacia and then at Dawn's Rise. Until I got to come home. Dawn's Rise is one of the greatest cities in all of Acacia. Surrounded and protected by clay and iron mixed flat-topped mesas. And buttes that surround the entirety of the entire city. Looks like mountain ranges that cast a deep glow of rust upon the outer guard towers of the city. I'll show you all Dawn's Rise. As that takes a million years to load. Uh, <laughs> it's huge! There are only two gateways into the city. One at the northwest and one at the southwest end. After that, a large, wide river encircles the entire city, fed from an underground spring, an oasis in this desert. And this feeds toward the center of the city with mesmerizing aqueducts that spiral out with lush vegetation dripping from them. The river and aqueducts divide the city into various districts. And at the center of the city, the most defining feature stands tall, high into the clouds and steadfast. The rising sundial and the capital of Dawn's Rise. I am embarrassed to admit how uncourteous I have been. I had not forewarned her at day of our plans of arrival, so of course the state needed some time to prepare before we could invade their space. We filled the hours with some light shopping. Finalai dyed his hair green and pierced his ears. He looks very handsome and uh, recognizable from great distances. Luden and Prearia let myself and my treasured acquaintance, Monique Leclerc, walk them through their color seasons and styling options. Luden ended up in this stunning blue ensemble, and I really think Monique outdid herself with all of Prearia's hidden pockets for various brocks, I think, and mosses and the like. Small knives, maybe. Then, Samson and Finlay requested we visit a different sort of shop. Hey, you can have a free sample with a purchase, too. Okay, let's buy something, guys. <laughs> oh, let me show you what we got here on stock. Right here now, we got here's an elderberry pie. This one is a favorite, and it is a what I like to refer to a classic. You eat this pie and 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 you turn your whoever eats it to the eldest stages of their life. <laughs> Samson, well, you can eat it. 
your true form over oh. here. Oh. For how long? What's your pies? It's only 24 hours, but they turn into an old, old geezer. <laughs> Guys, think of the possibilities that we could be great for disguises. Then oh. he's creating torture pies. You also get advantage That's to your intimidation are. checks and advantage to your oh. persuasion checks. It's called Off My Lawn and Butterscotch Candies. I was a bit brusque again, letting Finlay know that if he even attempted to use one of those items during dinner this evening, he would need to find different accommodations during our stay in Dawn's Rise. He promised to be patient. And I should be patient too. When we arrived at the house of Arete, his children, uh, my siblings, were there. A very pleasant surprise to see Polai and Dias, as always. We actually, uh, we just returned from Digbrand. On business, of course, with Lord Burnsilver, Lord of Trade, mm -hmm. overseer of the Butters Ward and Digbrand's trade. He mentioned seeing you in the Den of Honor, the Firefly from Hell. That is quite something. We are just so very proud of you. We always knew you would be recognized for your talents in time, Esperis. Well, thank you. It is so uh, kind of him to mention me. I am glad to hear that he had good things to say. Of course. And what do you two always. do for a living? You know, Esperis has saved our lives plenty of times. What do you we guys do? run the accounts for our father's business. Uh, we are very ingrained in the trade of the House of Erete. And Andis, right. as as Paula is talking, Andis kind of looks over at your bag, Finelai. Uh, the one strap kind of dangling and frayed, the other strap holding on with what little is left. Oh my goodness, that must be so uncomfortable. Please, you must let me fetch someone to the market. Get you a new bag that isn't frayed or broken. A bag of holding, perhaps? And then Endius kind of looks at Esperis and then back at you, Finelai. I am so sorry that you had to carry that around like that. Please, I insist. A new bag, you deserve it. It's the least we can do after you carrying it like that all the way to Don's Rise. They were most welcoming even if my friends had slightly lower opinions of them. They just have not yet had the chance to grow acclimated to one another, I'm sure. Arete, of course, was wonderful. And as soon as he sees you, he just rushes over and just embraces you. I embrace him back. <laughs> my diamond, you are home! What a surprise and Ooh. such a blessing! I have had the house cook some of your favorites, my diamond, and you simply must tell me about your adventures. You, you just, you simply must. I have missed you so, my diamond. Thank you so much, Rete. That is so very kind. Uh, uh, may I introduce you to, um, these are my companions, uh, Samson, Martis, Friaria, Finelai, um, Luden Archbane, and this is our friend, Ami. Um, uh, we met very briefly uh, within DSM Polai. They were on their way out, but... Uh, yes, uh, they, they, they did leave. Uh, uh, but you bring friends! I, I apologize for not seeing you all sooner. I, I was overcome with happiness. Uh, I, 
Welcome, welcome to my humble home, please. It is an honor of mine to have you here. I am your most humble host, Alien Rete. Uh, please, if there's anything you need, the, the house staff will assist you. Uh, you. You, of course, must be tiresome from such a long journey. Uh, uh, please, uh, uh, take a seat. I, I have prepared, a, I've had the kitchen prepare a very special uh, celebratory dinner. We are all united once more. I am, as always, very grateful that such a kind man is in my life and has extended the generosity towards me that he has. He has asked me to ask Kremlis if I can come. I don't mean to sound un ungrateful to my God. I am already a poor servant, but I cannot say I fully understand why I was sent on this mission in the first place. I know that he is the god of non-interference. I know that it is not his place to answer questions, and the true believer would find meaning in the ineffability of what is said before them. I still have questions. But this is a joyful time. To, to see my family, to see the temple soon, to speak to the mayor, to return Kaskis' memories, to move forward on the path Rainblaze has set me on. And I am joyful. And I am grateful. But I still have questions for him. this real quick there we go spit it out only the untainted can enter the sacred <laughs> <laughs> all right let's jump back in so you all awake completely refreshed from a delightful night's rest the perfumes from the sheets and pillows permeate your own clothes a little, and you sit up in bed and notice that your clothes have already been washed and pressed and folded neatly at the foot of your bed. You notice two to three servants in your room. One of the house servants stands on the other side of a paneled screen covered in painted rice paper, and you see steam rising from the other side of the screen as the servant pours carafts of hot steaming water into a bath basin. Another servant begins to scoop peach-colored rose petals from a woven basket, sprinkling them atop the steaming water. He hands the basket to the other servant, and a vial of salts are poured into the water next. Lastly, a vial of oils, dark blue, and it smells of chamomile and rose as the steam begins to fill the room. And as you stir from sleep, they take notice, finish their work, bow their heads, and go stand at the doorway with fresh linens to dry and assist you when you finish. 
Luden <clears throat> is first of all alarmed at how he didn't wake up to have these servants in his room. Um, secondly, <laughs> Luden will like check and see. He's like, oh my God, my clothes, they took my clothes too. How in the, and so he, he gets dressed. He doesn't take any bath, like any of that stuff. And he looks at them and he immediately just takes the linens. It says, thank you. It just waits for them to leave. When you bow your head and say thank you, they just very quietly bow their head back and they leave the room. All right, he'll stick his head out either way, close his door back, and then sit down and just try and go over in his mind where he, where he screwed up with, with not hearing them. And that's how his morning is going to go. <laughs> Losing your touch, Luden. What happened? I swear. <laughs> I, I, what if Finn sneaks into my room and what if crawls on my face again? <laughs> How do you know he hasn't? Mm. Did you check your face in the mirror, Luden, before you went down? He runs to the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! A raid already from Dire Bear GM. Thank you, Dire Bear. Thank you, Shout Dire out Bear. to Dire Bear GM. <laughs> we love you for the raid. Shout them out in chat there. Vampire hearts, because Halloween never ends here. <laughs> <laughs> They haven't been updated yet. <laughs> but yes, vampires. Halloween Halloween Ranger. Yes, never ends. Uh, All right. Esperis will go back to her room to take a bath before coming downstairs for breakfast. All right. The rest of you, um, as you if you if you choose to partake in this luxurious bath. Um, oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if, if Samson was wearing clothes while he was asleep, he's no longer doing so and making his way to the bath. Thank you for that picture. <laughs> <laughs> um, those of you uh, who enjoy it, it is a very, it's relaxing, your sore muscles from the long travel all the way to dawn's rise. You, the, the, the steam just fills your lungs and just opens your sinuses and it just is so relaxing and welcoming. Some of you probably almost fall asleep all over again. Um, but once you finish, you are refreshed. You smell like chamomile and peach uh, peach roses and, and you all just... There's like a glow about you now. And each of you now gain uh, a plus one uh, temporary to charisma. Oh. <laughs> well. I don't need. <laughs> um, when you do a long- Plus one when, to charisma? Yeah. Two yeah, charisma cool. checks? Yes, two charisma checks, sorry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, guess who has a plus 14 to persuasion checks? <laughs> uh, and then at the end of a long rest, uh, that will end. Never except, go to sleep. Except, Never sleep in the Um. I, as you guys um, make your way downstairs to breakfast, I need intelligence checks from everyone except Esperis. Esperis already knows. Esperis already knows. I don't know what I know, but I know. <laughs> yeah! Wow! So smart this morning, yeah. guys. I got it. <laughs> I got a ni- 19. Good lord, you all rolled two. amazing, except Prayaria. <laughs> did not. She's oh, too I'm so sorry, Prayaria. <laughs> She's still half asleep. Luted's um, on edge. <laughs> so everyone but Prayaria, well, everyone but, yeah, everyone but Prayaria succeeds. Um, though 
those of you unfamiliar with etiquette, uh, Prayaria, you it's make me. your way back. <laughs> you make your way back to the formal dining room in the morning, and you sit there for a while. Nobody's nobody comes into this. N- nobody comes into this room. Esprit, you know that breakfast is not taken in the formal dining room. It is taken in the breakfast room, a more casual room for for very casual meals um and those of you familiar with etiquette that rolled high enough uh you um you either are familiar with it enough or you ask the servants where 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 to go and you're directed to the breakfast room and are led accordingly um noticing read about this in one of his erotic uh poor woman kidnapped by lordly noble Fiction works. Yes. <laughs> no, Esperice taught me that like week three. That was child's play. I knew exactly where to go. <laughs> so, Prairie, you sit. Would, you sit all by yourself. I wouldn't let. I would. I wouldn't let Prairie go to the wrong place. If <laughs> if she starts heading that way, I'll go. I'll go catch it. Like, no, no, no. Breakfast is over here. This is this is not where we. Eat? It's different. I know what's weird. Why? No <laughs> one knows. Literally, no one knows. It's crazy. Samson doesn't know. No Actually, knows. I know it's because it's called the breakfast room. Finn is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you all, <laughs> you all take a seat. All of our meat eaters are served scotch quail eggs with rosemary and thyme. And the scotch eggs, for those of you who aren't familiar, are essentially eggs wrapped in meat and deep fried. Uh, on the side, <laughs> you're given a plate of brie with fresh figs and pomegranates. And for you, Finelai, you, uh, fresh crepes are made tableside and served with panna cotta and honey. You're brought special saffron-infused syrup to drizzle atop your crepes, if you so wish to do so yourself, or the servant will pour it on for you. But you are just brought this beautiful, uh, just delicious breakfast before you all as Arete greets you all um, very, very warmly. Good morning, Arete. Yes, sir. I hope, I trust you all slept well. Yes, please, eat, eat. You have a long day ahead of you, I am sure. Is the, are the siblings there? Good. All right. I'll eat. Happily. I do apologize, uh, Pauli and, and yes, uh, they, uh, they had, uh, left and had breakfast quite early, uh, this business, uh, I ap- apologize for that. Of course, it makes complete sense. I do hope that their dealings are going well. So, yes, but, uh, but let, let us enjoy this morning, and, uh, and uh, yes, I, I, anything you need, uh, the servants will attend to you, yes. Thank you. He's gonna dump, like, Two gallons of syrup on his crepes. These are like paper pancakes. I love these. They're so cool. I can eat like three of them all at once. I'm guessing Finalize just shoveling, <laughs> shoveling crepes into his face. And Arete uh, is just smiling. <laughs> and the servants are just kind of looking at one another and like, there, you see, Esper, uh, those of you with very high passive and uh, perception, see these servants are like, kind of like holding like some linens, and they're like, should we just should we go give him some more napkins or? <laughs> They've never. No need. I have my shirt. And then like, yeah. after after they kind of argue for a moment, they kind of walk over and they just kind of like 
very neatly like fold a napkin, a couple more napkins at your side and just very back away slowly. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Syrup. <laughs> <laughs> and they just kind of nod at you respectfully. <sighs> well, I was hoping today we might um, we might go to the temple today, uh, Dawn's respite, and try to make an appointment with the mayor for our friend uh, Ami, of course. Okay. All right, fantastic. Sounds good. Should we go Speaking though? Of, where is he? Is he here? Yeah, Cassius is here. He's sitting at the table and he's. Does he's, he um, know what a breakfast room is? He, he invented the breakfast room. <laughs> he slept here. He knows. <laughs> he slept here. He followed Finelai. He followed. He's sitting next to Finelai. <laughs> Did you enjoy your smelly bath too, Cassius? Actually, it was quite nice. I wasn't expecting it in the morning. It was really nice. Thank you, so uh, Master Arete, for the just the charitable and humbleness of your home. It's absolutely beautiful. Is this every morning here? Are you asking uh, Arete? Or are you asking Esperese? Both of them. Okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, of course, um, there is a little bit more formality when there are guests. Um, I have not lived here in uh, quite some time, so, so I don't know if things have changed. Oh. It, it was very nice, yeah. Well, having guests, of course, we, we, uh, we, you know, we make sure to keep keep you taken care of and anything that you require, uh, but uh, we do eat in the breakfast room uh, most of the days. But the formal dining room, uh, of course, uh, last night was a very joyous occasion of being reunited with my diamond. And of course, meeting meeting all of you. Yes. Yes, uh, we cannot thank you enough for your hospitality. Uh, uh, thank you so very much. Uh, it's been absolutely lovely. Um, hopefully by this, um, by the time we talk to the mayor, we will have a better idea of how long we will be in Don's rise, and we will keep you completely abreast of, of this information. Um, Esperice will continue to make polite, pointless conversation with, uh, Arete through breakfast. Uh... Luden will definitely, probably like three-fourths through breakfast, excuse himself and head to the barn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's going to talk to Stonk. Yeah, he's going to get Stonk some berries. You, uh, <laughs> as you open the door, you just like, it, there's like a, you, you go to open the barn door and just it hits something and there's like a, yeah. Yeah. I'll go ahead and, and you just my... kind of like squeeze by and you see <laughs> Snock was sitting right in front of the door. Okay, speak with animals, my one for the day. And I'll be like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Berry man, Snock, sit, Snock, wait, Berry man. All right, snock, here you go. Snock, I think, may not come back. I promised I'd come back, buddy. Well, Snog is Snog is just here, Snog, and Snog is usually not just Snog. Snog is with with berries and 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 
and Ooh, tall man. one and smells and and vulpas oh, and, and 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 berry man oh do, do you do you want to come be with us buddy yes nonquest to be with you uh, all right well i i can ask smells if you can come to church with us um what church <laughs> i have no idea buddy i uh I kind of don't want to go myself, but... Barry's at church? I mean... Maybe? I don't know. Snock want to go to church. Okay. Um... Come on! And he'll just open up the door. He just kind of, like, clip-clops out of the, <laughs> the barn. <laughs> this is a betrayal that will not be forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> And he will uh, cast good berry, um, and uh, he'll give Snot two good berries, and he'll put the rest of the eight in his pocket. He just nuzzles his little wet nose into your hand, and and just kind of like awesome. Snock, he's uh, not hungry now, but Snock want more. <laughs> he'll just pat him on his head, and he'll. Uh, He'll stay like out in the front. He's not gonna take Snonk inside the house. He doesn't know the rules, and uh, nobody asked. So he's just gonna chill out front until everybody comes out and train with Snonk. So he might like shoot an arrow and let Snonk go get it and attach like a berry to it. <laughs> okay. So when you first shoot the arrow and there isn't a berry on it, like Snonk just sits and just like because he has no idea what. He- He's just yeah, watching. Then he'll attach a berry. He'll do this because I assume it's like animals. You, he'll see you and- take the berry out and like he'll just kind of walk back over to you and it, you <laughs> stick it on the, and he just like his eyes don't leave it and then you just kind of like pull it back and let it go. It goes flying and he just goes. <laughs> he just takes some with me and just like peels out after it. He's exercising. Exactly. <laughs> For the first time ever. He's a big pig, guys. We got to get, <laughs> get him a little exercise. And yeah, I'll do that until everybody comes back out. And I'll, I'll waste another five good berries on that. So I'll have like three left. Okay. Oh, while, while we're sitting at breakfast and Esprit is in peaceful and, and polite conversations with Arete, I'm going to lean over to Thin, quietly whisper, like, hey, what's up? Uh, well, I don't know. Just eating these pancakes, I guess. What do you mean, what's up? Like, what do you think about Arete over there in this whole place? Well, this place is really big, and I'm kind of surprised Esprit grew up here, you know? Like, it's really empty. And I really think he's really nice, though. He seems like he really loves her. He seems so nice, right? Like... Like, just the right amount of nice that to not be, like, overly nice, you know? Just like, I don't know. It's like the kind of place you want to come home for the holidays for. And not like an obligation, you just want to be there, you know? Yeah, he's really sweet. Her siblings, though? Mm, I don't know. We can deal with them, though. Um, They'll be fine. I don't think they're around much. They didn't come to breakfast, so they're probably written out the will anyway, you know? I think they just don't want to be around Esperice. 
Why would anyone not want to be around us priests? Well, you saw the way they looked at her. Huh. Hmm. Speaking of people we're not sure about, um, how are you feeling about Levi lately? I know there's a lot going on with Luden and stuff. I just want to know how you're feeling. I want to check in on that. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm feeling okay, I guess. I haven't gotten to talk to him yet, but I still plan to. You That's know, it? That's it? Well, I can't make an opinion yet until I talk to him, you know? Like, I'm sure you're the one that said he had a reason, and um, I believe that too. He might. He might, and he, he might not. definitely does. Levi always has a reason. How do you I'm know? Because I know Levi. I know him. I talk to him all the time. I mean, I think so anyway. Finn, I have found that you're almost right about everything all the time. The those, like, you never really think about stuff. You just kind of do, and when you do that, everything's fine. So. I don't, not thinking about him, not thinking about Levi, and not thinking about what I, knowing what he did to Luden here, what does your gut tell you about him? Instinctually, you know? How do you feel? I, I guess I'm a little upset about it, if I'm to be honest. I, I don't know. Like, I just think it's really, it's not great what he did to Luden. And though I think there might be a reason for it, I I hope it's a good reason because it's it's really not great. And honestly, I'm wondering why he would, you know, show up for Luden. You know, like, why would he do that for him? Raise him till he was young. It seems strange, you know? Like a lot of effort. It does. It's just and I've I just I guess my question is can we still trust them? Can we still trust Lovie? Well, I guess my question to you would be have you ever trusted Lovie? No one in this party really has, except for me. Yeah. I don't, so do I you don't, mean we, we, or do you mean me? No, I mean you, because I don't know Levi, and you do, and I trust you. I know you make good decisions, and I don't trust what you think. So do you still trust Levi? Yes, I still trust him. I still, I still think as terrible as it might seem to us, he did the right thing. We might not understand it yet, but I have to believe what he did was for the better of, for Luden and for us. I trust him. All right, then. I'm glad. If that ever changes, you let me know, okay? Okay, you'll be the first 
I let no. Okay. Can I try a crepe? <laughs> sure. I don't really, I don't do food a lot, so, but I don't want to be rude, you know? If you fold it like this with your fork and then stab it in the middle, it helps. I Otherwise, it gets it. all floppy. I stab it the way to make it all floppy and then try to eat it. And it does really <laughs> poorly, but with etiquette, just badly eating grapes. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Before we head out to the temple, unless anybody else has anything else they want to do. I'm gonna uh, I was I was going to say Luden, while he's outside, was going to ask one of the servants where uh, a post office was. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of the servants would have said, Oh, I can deliver that for you if you'd like. Uh, I'd like to personally deliver it myself if possible. Oh, of course, uh, if, if you so desire. Uh, it, is, uh, it is down in the edge of the Rose District, uh, uh, right next to the bridge. Next to the bridge. Awesome. All right, thank you. He'll just keep playing with Snog. And he will uh, write that down just so he doesn't forget. Okay. Um, before we head out and join Luden, I'm going to pull Finn aside just very quickly. I'll like hug her, I say goodbye and everything, but just to. I, Finn, if I could just have a word before we head out. Sure. Everybody yeah. wants to talk to me this morning. What's up? <laughs> Um, uh, here, uh, I'll have a step away so we're not super in here and distant, just because I think Finn might want this to be private. Uh, just to let you know, there is a, um, a member of the temple who is, um, well, he's an elder there, and he is like you. I mean, um, he is from where you are from. Uh, I just wanted you to be prepared in case you might like to avoid him. I remember it is something that you have some anxiety about. How do you know that he's from where I'm from? Um, Wait, you know where I'm from? I, I don't think that you want... It's not something that we have to discuss at length if you're not comfortable with it, but I know where I know where he is from. Um, and he looks like you. So. Okay. I guess thanks for letting me know. That's really strange. I mean, I guess the only person I've met like that was Addy. Yes, uh, he, um, you know, with the flowers and, and everything. Uh, he's very kind, uh, but if you would prefer to... If you would like to borrow uh, Aramir's gift so that you maybe do not, you know, ring any bells for him or, um, but just so that you are prepared in case. I think it'll be okay. I mean, okay. yeah, it'll be okay. And if he wants to talk to me, well, I guess we can have a conversation. Yes, he's a very kind uh, man who also, um, well, if you want to talk about that with him, I'm sure he would be very happy to do so. But I, I just wanted you to know. So you've known this whole time? It was not, um, you did not seem to want to talk about it. 
it's just interesting, you know, like not a lot of people know about that place that I'm from. It's a little bit out of the way. Yes. And um, most people, there is very little travel to and from and very few people who are from there, from what I know. I'm not educated on it in any way. I just know the one person. Yeah, not a lot of people tend to leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, are, are you ready? Or uh... Right, yes. I just have to go back to the room real quick and grab something. I'll be right there. I'm not going to do an <laughs> insight check. I'm just going to be... I think I have some expectations for what Finn might be grabbing, but I'm going to keep that in myself. Esperi's hey. face is enough. She's just like, <laughs> hey, hey, pray are you? You want to go? You want to go get Bob Bucks while we wait for all of them? Oh yes. All right, let's go. I like the energy beads. Yes, Luden does too. Let's go get him. Luden, we're going to Bob Bucks. Come. <laughs> um, Have fun. Oh, I see you got snunk. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, did you? Okay. Let's give Snonk Barbucks. Let's not. Here goes the pet Snonk. Snonk scratches behind his ears. Snonk accepts scratches with uh, with an eagerness. Where's Finn? Let's hurry up and get uh, out of here. He is uh, grabbing something from his room. And meeting us at Barbucks. Well, he doesn't know that you're. Yeah, he, did you guys talk to him about going to Barbox? We can get Barbox. There is, there's a Barbox on every block. We can grab it on the way to the temple uh, yeah. once Finn comes downstairs. It'll be just a moment. Uh, okay, so are we waiting uh, on Finn or are we going to Barbox? Just wait on Finn. Finn alive, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 I'm going to send off my letter to Cyprian real quick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, you're not bringing you're not bringing the ooze pie to my sacred (laughs) temple. (laughs) Oh no, he he! Wait, is my bag actually delivered into my room? Yeah, it's like a cruise ship. (laughs) Right, right. So he does shove those things into his bag. Make no mistake. (laughs) But then he takes out his quill real quick, and he jots down a quick letter. Would you like me to read it? It's not that long. Yeah. All right. Cyprian, so much has happened in the last few months. I'm sorry I've been quiet for a while. As it turns out, our ship was captained by the one and only Arun Thorne, Revenir's son, Lord of Saltstone, and also my dad. It's a long, long story. Next time we meet up, we can talk about it if you like. Do you not celebrate your own birthday? Even with so many of them, I imagine it would be fun to at least keep the tradition. I think most mortals celebrate it because we're happy to be alive. Sure, it's one year closer to death, as you say, but it's also one year death has yet to come. I'm sorry that my offer won't work, though. About you and Cassius. I've never encountered a spell called Wish, but it sounds terrifying. I've been thinking more and more these days how magic can improve our lives so much one moment and completely break us in the next. It's a power I'm not sure anyone truly deserves, but we have it anyway, and we do with it what we think is best. 
I would be very interested in hearing your tale one day, how you were cursed and why someone would want to make you a stranger to Cassius. It must have been a very personal and very cruel thing. I can't see you committing a crime worthy of that kind of punishment. I hope you're doing well. We've landed in Dawn's Rise and we'll be here for a while. So I'll see you soon. Finn. Boop. Clicks the pen. <laughs> sends it off like a text message. <laughs> yes. And then he, he puts it in his bag and rushes out. You go and rejoin. Are you your guys sure you don't want to go to Barbuck? It'll be I, taking I, all I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Don't leave without me. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Wiping the ink oh, off his, his hands. Um, What'd you, uh, were... Did you have to get your bag or something? It's... Yeah, I had to get my bag. I take my bag everywhere with me. And it's fixed. Look. The strap is all attached. It is. Oh, did you lose it on the way or something? Like, that's just like a grab and go, Finn. Um, They put it in a place that I didn't see immediately. So I had to look. You know, they're sneaky. I can believe that. Let's go. <laughs> Are, we, uh, are you are you suggesting gun? that Polly and Endias like fixed it themselves? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they it. took the sewing needle. <laughs> they no way! <laughs> you know they had someone do that. <laughs> so silly, is, silly. Uh, is Snonk coming with us? Is Wait, Snonk, you're there. Where have you been all this time? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Wait, do you want us to leave him here? Uh, wait. Isn't the church for everybody? It is. Yes. Uh, service animals and emotional support animals. You know, I could welcome. I could hang out with him outside the church. If you, if no, no, you no, no. He's absolutely no. fine. Uh, animals are welcome within the church. So. He supports us emotionally. He can come. There are some areas, um, private meditation rooms where perhaps Snonk is uh, maybe not a good fit, but in the public areas, absolutely, it's fine. Uh, is there like a mud pit? No, uh, no, there's not a mud pit, but I um, I can ask to see. I'll ask to see if perhaps in the last year they have added any sort of pet facility. Okay. Yes. <laughs> is there a piggy daycare anywhere? <laughs> Oh, I saved a few creeps for you, Snonk. He pulls it out of his pocket. <laughs> Sticky. <laughs> Dripping. And he just shoves his face and just just engulfs and just devours all of the all of the creeps. And his face is now all sticky. They're really good, aren't they? Alright, let's go. I feel like for the first time in the history of this house, it's gonna have ants. <laughs> gonna have ants <laughs> that's so funny oh my god <laughs> all right all right we go to barbucks you go to barbucks you get your your drinks god i hate that i made barbucks cannon so much we order snonk a piglet cup a piggy oh cup god. it's you just get... whipped cream Luden's <laughs> yes. just outside with snonk so confused on why they I got you I got you a Trenta water, your usual order. Yeah, I... <laughs> okay, he just takes the cup off and just pours it in his water skin. Like, this, guys, this... Ludan, that's special water. You can't just mix it with the other water. <laughs> it's Barbuck's water. Sparkling. <laughs> Get it, guys. Eye on balance. 
it's just <laughs> water. Like you just, it's water. Let's go. <sighs> I give I give Luden a look like so uncultured. <laughs> You guys are addicted to caffeine. It doesn't make sense. Are we going to the temple now? All right. You, You're the you, boss. You, uh, we are going to the temple now. Uh, okay. On the way, on the way, I stop and I buy one of those elderberry pies. Do you really? I do. Okay, I, I don't have it up with me right now, but... Uh, I pay whatever the gold is. It's fine. I tell no one. You tell and no we continue. one. continue. Elderberry pies. Yeah, we just look over at Samson. It is... Don't without me. <laughs> it is... Uh, Ten gold pieces. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Perfect. these pies, but this... Okay. Perfect. Okay. Uh, we don't how, remember the pies. I we, mean, are we going back to the gag shop on the way to church oh, to get a did pie? Did we pass by the post office on the way to church? <laughs> yes, we can stop by the post office. Well, no, I'm Do just saying, like, Luda will run in, like, he'll just be like, he'll hang back for a second and attempt to sneak off, through the letter, and then, like, run back. Let's see like that it. stealth check. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely know stealth off. I'm just, I just, like, walk off. I'm like, I'll be right back. I'll catch you on the way there. And I just fly away. Come back. All right. Here we go. Still check with disadvantage. 19. Okay. That's not your role. <laughs> it's not my role. Oh, wait. It is. 7 plus 12. Yeah. Good golly. Plus 12 <laughs> you're still... Okay, never mind. Yeah, um... guys. I, I lost all of my magic. <laughs> Luden does everything he can to blend into the background. <laughs> Let him have this. Nobody, nobody notices with their passive perception. If, any, if anyone I, deserves expertise in stealth, it's Luden. <laughs> nobody so notices. Just, you are a shadow in the night. Perfect. I just drop it in the uh, sending box wherever it needs to go. Sending which box. Stay up and everything completed, and uh, I come back to the party. Okay. Not <laughs> Slip back in like you never left. Like. Mm-hmm. Acacia I, APS. I assume like uh freaking like, snot notice, but I'll just give him like Yeah, a good snot bearing, notices so just... everything. <laughs> He's like I'll give him a good bearing like shh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I have two left, <laughs> but I'm good. Alright. Alright, so now that everyone has done the duties. Take me to church. Esperice, <laughs> what does the outside of Dawn's respite look like? Oh, yeah. All right. Lauren has told me that I can describe uh, Dawn's respite, the Esperice's temple to everybody. And in an effort for it not to be 45 minutes long, I'm going to cart us into the temple and then uh, let us go from there. So I'll be speeding us along a little bit. All right, so probably the first marked feature of the temple that I should mention is that Dawn's Respite is built uh, within a valley. So from a distance when you're approaching it, you can see sort of these, um, the architecture of the roof and these four like kind of turreted towers that come up over the lip are the same kind of like organic Art Nouveau irregular shapes that kind of a house of Rete was like. It's built out of this sort of 
opalescent like mother of pearl kind of material that gleams under the light and there's like thin slivers of something gold colored that goes among it it's very it shines slightly under the light uh and as we approach once you go over that i believe there is a bridge from the north that connects it to the next area of land um and you get closer to the valley it might bring you guys back to when you first met Esperis, when you could smell her perfume before you could actually see her, because there's also a very heady scent coming from the valley itself. It is absolutely um, bursting with flowers, trees and shrubs, bushes, bulb flowers, a small flowering plant, some bearing um stone fruit and berries. There are birds that fly around and there's that heady scent in the air of, I don't want you to take this comparison too seriously, <laughs> but if you remember that scene in The Wizard of Oz with like the opium poppies, don't think about that too much because these aren't drugged, but there's that same like sleepy, gentle, heavy perfume in the air as you approach. <laughs> and as we begin to walk our way down these kind of slowly descending switchback ramps that lead down to the entrance of the temple itself, you can see that there are already some patrons who are just enjoying the valley itself. There's an extremely preg pregnant elf who's lying on a blanket next to some narcissus with her arm thrown over her eyes, just taking a nap. And a distance back from her is a teenage tiefling and their much younger sibling on their shoulders, grabbing stone fruit like large plums from a low-hanging flowering branch. Uh, both these kids are absolutely drenched. Their hair is dripping, their clothes are soaked through, and now they're also covered with fruit juice on their faces, but they're just dripping everywhere, having a great morning. Uh, and as we reach the base of this slow ramp, you come to probably the next marked feature of the temple, which is that Dawn's respite doesn't have any doors because uh, the halls of Remblaise must never be closed to those who desire rest. There is instead a very large open archway, probably like 30 or 35 feet wide, supported on either side by tall columns that are that same kind of organic Art Nouveau shapes. And if you take a second to stop and look at them, you can see at the base are like these very curled tight fronds and small budding leaves going up into larger, broader summer leaves, wilting and falling in autumn, and then supporting at the top of the archway these completely barren winter branches. Um, and it's the same on either side. And assuming we all step forward into the temple proper, uh, those of us who don't have dark vision, I know there's at least two of us who don't have dark vision. Uh, <laughs> it might take you a moment for your eyes to adjust from the bright sunlight outside to the dimness of the central chamber of the temple. Uh, the strong light at our back sends our shadows across in front of us. And there's also in the center of the room, a sort of organic opening in, in the ceiling that opens and there's a strong pillar of light there. And crowded along the walls are um, just clusters of uh, short candles that shine up their flickering soft light onto the or domed organic roof ceiling of this central chamber. Uh, Esperis would have described on the way here in the um, tourist guide voice she does whenever we go to a new city. <laughs> that Dawn's respite is built within a natural cavern system that was carved out over millennia by water and the natural springs that are under the ground here. 
as a uh, testament to the inconquerability of time and uh, the constancy of change and all that stuff about like um, even water can carve through stone given enough time and all that. A little bit more practically, um, the ground has been leveled out so it's flat, so it's accessible to everyone in the community. And similarly, you can see on archways that are on either side of the room, there's a series of archways that seem to lead into different chambers. It's all like ramps that are relatively gradual just so everyone can easily move through the space. Um, that central pillar of light that comes down from the ceiling falls down and spills onto a very large pool. <laughs> There are attendants there also along those arched doorways, but the attendants that stand here, uh, you'll notice that they're dressed very similarly to Esperice in that quick drying linen garments that she always wears. And they are also soaking wet. Everyone is dripping everywhere all the time. Uh, most of you are pretty intelligent stats wise. You would have figured out probably getting soaked is some kind of religious rite within this temple. Um, these particular attendants seem to be acting as holy lifeguards for the public, members of the public who are engaged in what looks like a public bath. There are kids splashing around at the shallow edge that's closest to the archway, elders floating with their arms out and clusters of um, adults who are laughing and talking with each other. Uh, because of the nature, kind of cathedral nature of this space and like the echoey cavernous quality of the room itself, most people are talking kind of hushed like you would in a museum. Um, but they're laughing, having a good time, just keeping their voices down. Um, there are probably two other features that would be noticed at first glance to you guys just coming in here. Uh, those of you who are more naturally inclined would notice that this room as well is full of plants. There are climbing plants going up over the walls and the ceiling and falling from that uh, central opening with large white flowers that catch the spilling light. And near the candles in little dark pots are small dark flowers that seem to be bobbing their heads and watching the movement of the flame and just chilling over there. Otherwise, along the back wall, just looking out over the pool, are a series of evenly spaced alcoves that are carved into the wall. Uh, there are candles in there too, but they seem to be built for this series of life-size humanoid statues that are all sitting, standing, leaning in various contemplative poses, full of ennui, holding a butterfly, thinking about death, reading a book, tending to their wounds. It's all very, <sighs> and they do, they have their candles at their feet and moss and plants growing on them just as they look out of the pool. Um, yeah, so that's kind of your first impression of Dawn's respite. Lots of attendants around if anyone looks in need of assistance, but relatively hushed and quiet. Um, and Esperice looks very happy. Wow, I don't remember the last temple being so wet. <laughs> I, yes, um, our particular temple has, um, you know, the natural springs I was talking about. Um, yeah, um, I, the mayor would probably have to speak to someone to make an appointment, but... Um, as you enter Esperis, you you immediately see two familiar faces. You see Alias and you see Sorrel. And when they see you walk in, they just smile and they walk over and they just embrace you. And, and Sorrel speaks up and she says, We are so fortunate our paths are brought together once more. Welcome back, child of Bremblace. 
you so much. We are indeed very fortunate. You are looking very well. Oh, goodness. Um, uh, these are uh, uh, my companions. If you would like to introduce yourselves. Uh, this is Sorrel. This is Elias. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so wonderful to have you. Anything that we can do for you, please let us know. Nice to meet you. I'm Finn. Come on, everyone. Yeah, hi. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Is there, is there something that I, yeah, I'm Samson here. Uh, can we, is there, how do, is, should we be, should we also be wet? Is there like a, like a bath that we need to take? Would that be wise? Just to, just to make sure we're in the spirit of things. I just want to be involved. That's all. <laughs> Are you asking me or ask, are you asking the attendants? Like the the, two, the three of you, I guess. <laughs> well, you can be wet if you want to. You don't, no, you don't have to be wet. Um, it's, um... Is it like a thing? Like, is that like part of it or not? Well, or is it just like a, is like a, is this like a, it's not like a, is it like a pool or is it like... You go get in the water to be cleansed, yada, yada, yada. Well, this is a public pool. Anyone can bathe here, so... Um, okay. But it's not a... Um, there are ritual rooms, but this is just a bath. I'm going to go look for a pamphlet to read up on everything. And I go <laughs> I go look for the literature so that I don't look... I look less a fool next time I ask questions. <laughs> um, Alias just kind of, like, speaks up for a moment. He's like, Quite right you are. There are many baths uh, for people to enjoy. Uh, we have baths for those that are giving birth, and there are the baths for those being put to rest as well. We are not in need of either of those spaces today, as far as I know. Joking. Um, we are actually hoping to, to speak with the mayor, make an appointment to speak with the mayor. The mayor? Yes. Well, that is quite the request. <laughs> what, uh, what, what, uh, what are we requesting of her? I, I will have to send for the, uh, one of the elders to make the request, of course. But wasn't Alias here when I left? Mm hmm. He doesn't know why I want to talk to the mayor, <laughs> or, or does he just need me to be more specific? I guess he's just wondering, like, what, like, what does he need to tell her? Like, 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 hey, someone needs to speak with you. Like, you know, you have to have a reason. Yeah. Like, right. Um, well, we have, um, I don't, um, could we maybe talk to the side? Perhaps it's a little bit private. But of course, we, we can step into one of the private rooms over here and, and discuss what needs to be discussed. And he just kind of pulls you aside to, like, one of the private, like, prayer rooms. And there's, like, a small pool. And he just kind of pulls you aside in one of those. Everyone can come with me, right? I'm not trying to kick them out of this conversation. Just maybe I, not. I made, I, I, it sounded like you, like, everyone. So. Okay. Okay. He, he's inviting everyone to follow. I bring my pamphlet. Ludin looks extremely uncomfortable as soon as they enter this place. Priori also feels kind of um, like a fish out of out of water, which is ironic. But given all of the water, but she's just kind of staking very closely behind Esperice, like she knows what she's doing, and we will do as she does. 
I bring I bring them pamphlets as well. Snonk, do you want to go for a swim while we're gone? Snonk? Water? Yeah, try it. Drink water? No, like swim. See what they're doing in there. He like looks over and sees people just like gently like moving their arms and he just kind of like walks over to the edge of the water and he just kind of like like sail. <laughs> Just kind of like, and just like flat out and just belly flops and just kind of like slowly sinks for a moment before like swimming back to the surface. You got it, Snog. Good job. (laughs) Hey, you just made a tidal wave over those people, but oh well, not our problem now. You does not feel responsible for the pig because there are other attendants here. This is not yes, her they, responsibility. They, they do kind of like try to like go over and to kind of settle the water to be more relaxing and stuff. Uh, the rest of you are led uh, into a that private room, and Alias just kind of pulls you aside. We can speak. We can speak here without any risk of listeners. Excellent. Um. Well, uh, I can explain if um, all of you are looking pretty blank right now, it sounds like. So as Bruce will keep on talking. All right. Um, Cassius is with us, right? Mm -hmm. Cassius just kind of steps up behind. um, He he remains quiet and just kind of like stands, taking in the beauty of the space and just kind of looking around. Right, well, um, we have made a good friend on our travels here. Uh, you remember what I was sent to do. Um, we have um, come across, you are familiar with the figure Cassius of uh, mythology? Well, of course, we are, we are familiar with the name, yes. Uh, but yes. Uh, we've come to speak of myths and legends. Um, surprisingly, uh, no. We have happened to encounter, you know, on our, um, we have happened to encounter the man himself, and he has come into a bit of a bind that we are hoping that a mayor might assist him with. And he looks over at, at, at me, and he goes, mm-hmm. what you say is true. He's just in disbelief as he kind of looks over, and he's like, that, how? How do, is he immortal? Um, it's quite a bit to take in. I, I unfortunately, um, with the situation he has found himself in, he is not in a position to explain much, and we are hoping to assist him and to learn from him. Uh, we are hoping that the mayor might be able to assist him in retrieving his memories, so he has access to. He's lost thing. his memories. Curious. Uh, yes, yes, that uh, will the memories help with the other situation that we were spoke we spoke of previously? Uh, we believe that it will. Um, we have let, been led to believe that it will. Yes. Very well. This is well, this is quite some news. Yes, I, I will go right away and I will report to the elder and uh, have him speak with the mayor and finding. Time for you as, as soon as possible. Excellent. Given Thank that you so much. time is short, of course, with what has been going on, and he um, uh, he will uh, he will go and he will leave, and Sora will stay. Well, 
recent um, well, the mayor has many duties, but I'm sure she will be seeing us at her uh, earliest convenience. Um, while um, we are, oh, of course. Uh, sorry, um, is is a mayor like uh, like your mayor head, um, a mother? Uh, in she is a matriarch figure, yes. Um, not in a literal sense, but um. She is the one who speaks directly to the seasons. Mare is French for oh. mother. <laughs> Very nice catch, Reina. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, how in- how interesting. Um, yes. um, there is only one who speaks to Rembles. Personally. Why? Why does only one speak to Remblace? Well, the Remblace is, um, he is not an interfering sort. Uh, most of the followers of Remblace are here uh, because they respect that which is, um, well, that which is. I would not seek so much a personal relationship with the god who does not answer so much as to aid those who are living among us, I suppose. How does one become a mayor? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how the mayor became the mayor. <laughs> the mayor? You know? It's like the mayor. How did the mayor <laughs> become the mayor? Was it democracy? It elected position. <laughs> no, it's not elected. Uh, she has been the mayor as long as I have been here, but it is only some 30, 33 years now. Um, I, you could say that it was Remblace's choice or it was chance that brought their paths together, but um, it is not our place to ask questions like that. Oh, okay. oh, not that it is a bad question. It is, it is completely understandable, but um, we accept that which we cannot understand. But while we are waiting for a word back from Eulis, um, I was hoping, uh, well, there is the public bath, uh, there are the gardens. If anyone would like a space for quiet meditation or time alone, um, there are excellent places for this. Uh, most of the resources provided for by the temple are in um, counseling or um, uh, medical help if anyone has anything they might want to seek treatment for uh, just while we are waiting do you want to do something cassius yeah that sounds great uh i'm this place is absolutely beautiful i'd I'd love to look around some more Lovely. Of course, you are free to wander anywhere. If there is an attendant, they can give you directions and instruction. Um, I was going to spend, um, if you all are all right, um, uh, spending this time, I was hoping to perhaps spend some time in a private prayer room. Um, Yes, that is fine, yes. Yeah, I would love to explore as well. 
Uh, yes, uh, explore as much as you like. Uh, the areas uh, here and down are uh, completely open to the public. Uh, the ramp's going upstairs, an attendant can tell you whether or not it is a private area. Well, I'll be back very soon. All right. So, Esperis, you go off to a private prayer room. You enter um, just this very cozy there, cavern with, you know, dim light coming from the center of the room, the sunlight, but it's bouncing and moving across different mirrors down into the cavern, uh, and it just creates this beautiful kind of, like, glow. It's very Lauren, private. I'm so sorry. There is a very specific room that I would like to oh, go to. No, it's fine. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Um, but if other people want to explore first, because I've been talking a lot, if other people want to do things. <laughs> I'm going to go get in a bath. You, I don't know if it's appropriate, but I go find one. Is it a... Like, I, I just go get one. I just... All my clothes just got stuff anyway. I just get in it and live my best life. Did all you right. say all your clothes are disguised self? Yep. Does that mean all you've been walking time. around oh. naked this whole time? The whole time. What? <laughs> I could see through disguised self, Samson, if I'm within five feet of you. No one, we, we don't, we haven't talked about that. You haven't said anything about it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all this time. He's just got his All this naked. time. <laughs> He's always stuff to be expected at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, whatever. That sounds like a Samson thing to do. I go, Samson's naked. All right. Yeah, okay. That's happening. Normal uh, things. Uh, Luden would like to probably go back to not the entrance, um, but who's definitely going to be back at maybe those stairs that they came down and would just sit next to the stairs or on the stairs and just wait there. Um, probably just pet stonk. Molly does that and Snog very is floating. Well, he will let Snog <laughs> float and do his thing. He's uh, trying to swim. He's floating. His little arms, he's moved really slow in the water. I guess he'll just watch to make sure Snog doesn't drown. That sounds good. Like the stairs. Someone should do that. Cross-legged and just twiddle his thumbs while he waits. All right, Finn, uh, you go off with Cassius. Yeah, um, Finn is looking at any of the, if there's any art or like engravings on the wall, trying to kind of get a sense of like the story of this place. He's trying to examine people's faces and see how they kind of enjoy worshiping Remblays. Like what's the general vibe? That's what he's trying to pick up. He's trying to figure out what it means to be a Remblasian. It's Pass Esperis. so <laughs> relaxed. It's so relaxed. People like it's it's not your typical like, you know, prayer that you would imagine. It's it's people just settling their minds and just kind of zenning out almost, you know. It's kind of a strange Thing, I think he he looks at them and they look so at peace and so happy and it's just not what he knows religion to be <laughs> has never known I guess what religion to be and so it's very different for him you see some people that are just kind of meditating in the garden and and um, some that are just kind of walking around and enjoying like smelling the flowers and just kind of like 
taking deep breaths. You see some that are just kind of sitting quietly and, and, and just bathing. And, and it's, it's just very relaxing. And just the dripping of the water and the sounds. It's just very relaxing. He will glance to Cassius and just be like, so are you excited? It's almost here. I'm not sure if I'm excited. I, I feel like I'm more nervous and part of me is a little afraid and part of me is, part of me I guess is excited, but that's so, understandable. I feel like I w I've thought maybe will I be a different person? Will I be the same? Not sure. I love I like to believe that I'll be the same. Why wouldn't I be the same? But I've thought I've thought long about it. I'd like to think you'd be the same person, too. I hope you are. Afterwards. Perhaps I'll just be more illuminated. Perhaps. But... I've been waiting a long time for this. And I... I think I'm ready now. And you'll be there. So I suppose I have nothing to fear. Yes, I'll be there. I'll make sure everything goes okay. <laughs> Not that I know what a mayor does or <laughs> how that whole process works, but I'll be there. He smiles at you and just kind of like tilts his head thoughtfully. I'm glad you're here, Finn. I'm... I'm glad to, to know you. I'm glad that somehow fate has brought us all together. And it's still crazy to me that we're somehow all related. You and your father and... It doesn't seem by accident, does it? No, I suppose not. It's like fate. Unexpected, but... I'm really glad it turned this way, too. And Finn will take Cassius's hand, and he'll feel like a mix of, like... Love and melancholy all at once. Just because Finn is a little nervous about Cassius being a different person coming out on the other end. But a lot of adoration there, too. You'll feel a little bit of anxiety from Cassius and, and, and nervousness. And, but like there's a, there's a calm there that is just like this kind of understanding and readiness for it. And uh, kind of looks at you and he's like, you're sad. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, it's just... I've really enjoyed our time together, telling you stories and all that, you know, and afterwards, I won't have to tell you any stories because you'll know them all. <laughs> he kind of just laughs a little bit and looks at you. Now that isn't true, Finn. I might know my story, but you've 
read so many books, and you can always tell me more. Yeah. Just promise you won't. You won't ever hate me, or <laughs> we don't ever fall out of favor with one another. I don't know. It's just... I don't know. I just hope we'll always be friends. More than that, you know? Family. We are family, and I can't imagine why we wouldn't. I think you worry too much. You're probably right. And I Elf. get the feeling in this place you're not supposed to worry. At least temporarily. Yeah. That's true. Everyone's very calm in here. He just kind of like pulls you into a hug and he says, Everything's gonna be okay, Ben. He'll kind of sag into the hug. Just be like, hmm. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me here. Thank you for waking me up and saving me. Couldn't be here without you. And all, all of you, really, but you woke me up. I'm really glad I did. Thank you, Cassius. And he just kind of, like, looks over as the conversation begins to turn, and... It's like, should we go... Get in the bath. I don't really want to do it by myself. Yeah, yeah, let's go join Samson. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and they walk over to you, Samson, and uh, just kind of get in and sit next to you. Where's Prey? What are you doing, Prey? That's a good question. I, was like, well, I don't know, but they do not have tableside, like, drinks at all. <laughs> you cannot order wine. There is no rum here. You can't have snacks brought in. You know, I did bring my bag, my alchemy jugs in there. You want me to get it for you? Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. <laughs> wait, wait. We probably shouldn't do that. That that probably wouldn't be good. They they all know we're with Esperis. That that would be that would look bad upon her. Is there no drinking allowed in here? Apparently. I know it's terrible. I look around for Prayaria. <laughs> uh, Prayaria is obsessed with the little fire flowers that are just like bobbing along with the flames. So she has just been observing those very intently. Nothing else matters besides these little flowers. Mountain just kind of pokes their head out and you just kind of like mimics the movement watching them. Yes. If you have any sources of light on you, they will follow that around too. <laughs> Oh my god. What kind of what spells do I have? Do I have you you have a special spells? ability. I do. Yes, you do. <laughs> special ability time. What was my ability? Just like oh, she just like cracks her spine like a glow stick and all of a sudden. <laughs> I believe you you have a cantrip spell. I don't remember because I, it's oh, not yeah, my like character sheet. 
You can cast light and it qualifies light. as daylight in your hands. You can make a little ball of daylight. She was absolutely playing with the flowers with like a tiny sun in her hand. Like this is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> Aside just, from mounting her sun. They just follow your every movement as you kind of like sway it back and forth like puppeteer strings. It's completely enamored. All right, Esperice. I'm trying to decide. I want to do something to Luton real fast. Just you're sitting out in this beautiful garden surrounded by flowers, watching these two brothers have a beautiful morning together. That's all I wanted to say to Luton. All right. Because uh, <laughs> you're having a hard time and I want to make it harder. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Yeah, he's he's not having a great time now. Thank you. Thank thank you. Um I'm so sorry for going for a specific room, Lauren, but there is no, a very specific that um there is a very specific meditation chamber prayer room that Esprit spent a lot of time with in her 32 years at the temple, since she can't count this last year because she wasn't with them. Um, it's very out of the way. She has to go quite a bit down through like some narrow winding corridors to find it. It's one of the more, it's one of the naturally formed little rooms and it's fairly small. It's no more than like 10 feet at its at its widest point. Um, and it's all organic, the ceilings are quite low, but the pool is quite deep. Uh, there's no natural light in here. There's instead along the walls, this kind of, line on either side of what used to be a series of tall dual-toned candles, but they're now all different heights from being worn down and replenished over time and replaced. Um, the lights from them kind of cast flickering shadows that dance over the ceiling. And there is an alcove space here, like that has, that would house a statue like many others do within the temple, but this particular alcove is empty. And where a statue would be, there is instead a small bundle of dried flowers and leaves. Uh, the flowers are in shades of black and gold and, and navy blue. And the, the leaves are those little like, you know, those like downy silver leaves. I don't know what they are, but you know, the fuzzy ones. And they're all tied together with a small um, braided twine. Um. And when Esperis enters the room, um, she's going to precipitate the room to make sure it's clean. The entire temple is actually very clean. It's really wet <laughs> and there's plants everywhere. But since it's also kind of a medical facility, people come here for medical care. They're very careful about things. But still, Esperis wants to make sure that this room in particular is taken care of, especially the, the alcove. She makes sure she picks up the flowers and cleans under them and makes sure there's no dust and that everything is ready, you know, when or if, or, and she drops that thought. And she prestidigitates herself so that she is clean um, before she submerges herself into the pool. And she's going to remain clothed in, in her vestments. So when, when she enters, her skirts kind of float around. And when she begins to submerge herself, her hair does as well. 
Um, and she lowers herself until she's completely submerged, floating in the water, and she has her hands over her upper stomach, and she stays down there um, until she has to take a breath, and she comes up, keeps her hands on her stomach to help her focus on her breathing and meditate and watches the ripples of the water and the shadows dance on the low ceiling. And she will begin to pray. And when she begins to pray, I am going to cast commune. And right. her, prayer, her prayer begins like this. Oh, I'm so nervous. Okay, she doesn't say that, I say that. <laughs> I will not um, insult the true believers by um, raising my voice in the traditional prayers. We both know that I am not one of them. You know me. And I do not question you. I do not doubt you. Neither do I doubt air or water or rain and the ending of things. But I still, ungrateful and unfit as I am, I am still your servant. And I am afraid. I am, there is a path that you have set before me. And I do not wish to know the end of the path. I understand that it is not for me to know. But I am afraid, as I say, that I have stepped off the path somewhere and missed a marker or gotten lost in the woods. I don't, I don't know. I, I do not question you. I just, I am afraid that I am lost. And then she will just wait floating in the water. She doesn't really expect anything to happen, but she will meditate. So your question is, are you lost? I haven't started asking a question yet. <laughs> this okay. is about when I would cast commune. Okay. Um, I guess if nothing happens for a while, I'll, I'll ask the question that's on my You'll, mind. You, you will see, like, as you kind of float, you will see, like, the leaves begin to change colors and the blooms begin to move on that bundle of flowers where the statue would be standing. As if life is being brought back into it for a moment. Okay. Oh, okay. She's gonna submerge for a second, then she's gonna come back out. She's calm. Um, um, I have wandered for a long time. Again, not in doubt of you, I do not question you. I question if I have misunderstood you. You are the god of non-interference, the god that knows that everything will die. I will die. You will die. Everything will end. But you have sent me to stop an ending. I want to know if I have misunderstood, if 
is what I am doing now with these people. You want me to stop the rising of the seven. You want to stop an ending. So the question is, you want me, do you want me to stop the seven? Yeah. Have I misunderstood? Is this actually what you want? It's is this, very out of character for him. Is this what you want? Is this what you want me to do? Mm-hmm. You look down at the flower bundles. And you watch as the flowers begin to wither and die. You take that as no. For me to accomplish. Okay. So far, the path that you have set before me, you are not the only god interested in what we are doing. I'm sure you know. I yes, you know. Um. Joy gazes into space for a second, brings it back in. There are two companions of mine. Finelai of the Isle of the Ancients. He is a faithful servant of Levi. And I have another friend, a brother, my... Well, I am sure you know Levi. In order for what... for what needs to come to pass, Must I root out Levi's influence in the party? You watch as half of the flowers return to bloom once again, and the other half just kinds of kind of withers, and the answer is unclear. But what about what? Asteria, and there are so many questions that I would ask you about Asteria and Avriel and I am not a servant of myself. I have never been and I will never be. We have come into contact recently with um, remnants of the fallen god, um, Vera, the lady, you remember her, I'm sure. They appear to be very powerful. The question she thought she was going to ask has shifted after his first answer. I figured. Are these tools that can be mm. let me think for a second <laughs> what to ask here?
those who I was meant to prevent. Are they, you sent me to stop them. It is not the seven, is it? The people I travel with now. Are you asking if he sent you to stop the people he's tra you're traveling with? Yeah. Essentially. You watch as the flowers just shrivel and die and you take the answer as no. And the flowers just kind of return to the state that they were in before. And there's just kind of like an exhale through this cavern as the presence is gone and your three questions are spent. Well. Asprey's just gonna float for a little bit. Very confused. <laughs> and then she's gonna pull herself up out of the water and lift up those little flowers and um, curl up in the, that alcove for a little bit and think about an old friend and not know try to think about what she would have done and what she would recommend and not know and um She'll give herself five minutes because she said she wouldn't be a long time and this isn't about her. She's going to put the flowers back down and she's going to make it look like she hasn't been crying. And uh, she's going to, to wander out to find the rest of the party. All right. You reunite with Esperis. Hey, I'm sorry that took so long. Uh, is everyone doing all right? Excellent. No one has spoken to you yet, yes? No, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, we just came over here and got a bath. Um, it's been great. Everyone's been exceptionally kind. I'm very glad. I know it can be kind of. Ludin looks awful at this point. Homie has been here way longer than he thought you guys were going to be. He thought we were going to come here, ask a freaking question, and leave. And he has spent his entire afternoon just been like, uh, kill me now. <laughs> at, at this point, I would say uh, Elios probably returns, and he goes, We have returned. The mayor will see you in the morning. That's what I was just about to ask. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Helios. So, uh, yes. At uh, first light, uh, she has agreed to meet with you. Excellent. Thank you so much. 
can any of us tell that Esprit has had like I don't know a life altering experience? <laughs> I'd like to roll a deception check. Sure, roll a deception. You can beat my. You're about to find out. It's like. Uh, that the gods bestowed Do we need to? If you can beat Ludin, if you can beat Finn's passive inside of 19. That's right. If I'm actively doing it, don't they have to roll, or is that just not the case? Uh, do you want Let us to see. actively roll? I what mean, um, be, it might be worse for you. I'm trying honest. to see if there's anything I can do here. <laughs> I mean, can I use it, beauty beyond measure on this? No. <laughs> if you have Damn to, it. Okay. If we have to roll, I don't think we have a chance. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll just roll against your passive, I guess. Um, Still be it. Because it's like, because you got the plus one from... Oh, that is an 18. It's a 19. It says 18. It's... I have a, an additional plus one. Oh, I didn't yeah. Add it to charisma. But, but <laughs> Finn still beats that. Are you outside, Luden, or did you come inside to see this? What? No, I'm... I'm talking I'm, to them in the bathtub. Are you here? <laughs> oh, I mean, like, if y'all didn't come out and get me, I guess not. Let me just still look awful by the stairs. No, we, we should get you. <laughs> that is completely we, fine Various people approach you over time and continue to ask you if you need anything. <laughs> We invite. We definitely invited Luden to the bath. Luden, come on over. You're being weird and mopey over there. It's wet over here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I guess Luden has walked over to see all of this, whatever this is. Come on in. In where? In the pool. No. Come on. I'm gonna splash you. I splash. Go splash. <laughs> splash. Goes. Back to the stairs, it sits back down. Luden! He is wet now. <laughs> All right, so Luden don't know shit is what that means. He's too busy. That's cool. Being sad you beat outside. me. <laughs> you didn't beat Finn. That's the first thing. You do notice something is bothering Esperies. So Finn will kind of side eye her and see that. Just kind of try and like, I think this time he's going to cover for her. It's going to be like, so, Asperis, you had a good time praying, huh? It's been a while since I've been able to pray here at home. Actually, I was, um, I will speak with this, of course, with Arete uh, as well, but I was, um, I was in my chambers, actually, where I've been living here for many years. I was, um, thinking I might be sleeping here while we stay in Don's Rise. If that is comfortable for everyone. Oh, wait, like we can all sleep here? Wait, um, do you want us to sleep at your dad's house without you? Well, I, I, I will speak with Arete to see what the arrangements would be. This is, I was just, um, I, I, I will see how things turn out. It is just something I was considering. I mean, we'll miss you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very sweet. Um, it's just maybe just for in a night. It's something that I'm considering. Not not long term at all. It's nostalgic, yeah. It's like childhood home stuff. But yeah. but first internship home stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean it's understandable. You haven't been here in a while. Yes. Um, it has been a while. 
Did we want to um, get lunch? Is there anything we wanted to do in the afternoon? Or... Can we see your room here? Uh, sure, of, of course. Um, yes, uh, yes. Asperis, well, I'll go get Luden at this point. <laughs> <laughs> going back in. That's ridiculous. He's wet now. <laughs> so pissed off, y'all. Um... <laughs> so pissed off. You all right? Do you, do you need anything? Uh, I am the 50th person to ask you if you need anything. I think I'm going to leave. Did we get everything we needed? What's wrong, Luden? <laughs> Guys, I just I don't want to be here. Um, I'm sorry, Esperice. This is this has been a lot. Um like a whole lot. Did we get everything we needed? We have an appointment uh, at sunrise tomorrow. It is here. Again. We can leave today if you for today if you want. Alright. Yeah. I'm <laughs> and he looks at Esperis like really like and he's really intent about it and he just says, I'm I'm sorry. And he's gonna go ahead and walk out back up to the top and yeah he's gonna maybe go like sit and watch one of the shows or something like that but he's, he's not gonna sit in there for a long time especially like now that he's wet he is he does not look okay okay he's gone uh, i think priori will go with him and use her, her little tiny son to maybe try and help him dry off a little uh yeah mountain pulls out like a little like torn piece of cloth that's like the size of a gum wrapper and just kind of like holds it out to luden we'll take and give it a little smirk (laughs) keep going you're the best son (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right is there anything else that you guys do today i think we upset him samson I think he's just upset. Mm. I don't know if it had anything to do with us. It's possible that he's not happy with the gods right now. He might not be ready to talk about it. So maybe we should just give him time. What what else is in the city, Esperis? Maybe we could go do something before dinner? Uh, certainly. Um, there's the, the, the many shops. There's the theater. Let me bring up the map very quickly because I don't remember personally. <laughs> I think I see one of those like you are here maps over there. It's oh, jaunty on over. We should do something to cheer Luden up. Let's see if we can pick something for that. Yes. Um, I don't think Luden wants anything from us except quiet. And I could be wrong. And I'm open to suggestions, but I think he wants to be left alone. That makes sense. And Prearia is with him. Prea is an excellent person to be alone with. So at the very least, not wander directly into traffic. Oh, no. <laughs> Luden will try and, if, if they're going to do some other stuff, at that point, Luden like immediately will leave and try and find a library. Um, I'll just look over to uh, Prairie and be like, hey, I, sorry <laughs> about all, just was, 
I'm going to the library. You you want to come, or I want to try and find one at least. Uh, yes, let's 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 go. Uh, all right, uh, do some research or something. Just mm-hmm. yeah. Anything uh, in mind? Uh, yeah, maybe like look up some like wizards or something like that. I don't know anything away from the gods. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, you know from, we don't have gods. They are just us, I guess. So it is hard for me to think of. Where are you from? I know you have like that, like, garden place. Is, is that like... I am from the woods, from a place called Ritanale. Ritanale. Sounds nice, to be honest. It was, it was. It is. It is very nice and very different to everything out here. I can promise you that is not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, everything seems new to me as well, but uh, I don't know. It's all the, the stuff with Levi and I mean, I just, I wrote Hennevi <laughs> and sent her a letter and told her all, everything that happened. And, and I just feel like, you know, I want a clean break, but everywhere we go, another god or another something Uh, it seems that is that is our lives now (laughs) it's okay it's okay I just gotta you know figure out just gotta figure out what to do next um Revenge isn't really a way to a lifestyle. But you know, it's it's nice, I think. That even with everything, we're not alone. We may not be going through the same things, but We're all going through things together. That's true. This would suck doing it by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, research, anything. Shoot, uh, as much as I hate it, I might read up on the V or... I don't know. Hmm. Anything to get this over with faster. Maybe it will help to know more about him. Then he can just be another person. Let's not go too far, pretty hard. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Um, feel free to come along if you want, and no hard feelings if you want to go hang out with him. You know, I'm. Well, I think the library sounds nice. All right, All right let's go. 
the two of you make your way to the library. Yeah. What are the rest of you doing? Is there anything well, is there anything else that you're doing today that you'd like to do before the morning? Um, what are we, what is Samson, Finn, and Esperis doing? What are we currently busy so there with? Are, um, there are many fine restaurants and the like. Um, just while we were in town, I was hoping, and to tell me if I'm being very antisocial, I don't mean to be at all. Um, I might duck out for a, a moment to, uh, she reaches for any lie. Uh, <laughs> a private business affair. Right. I mean, it's been a while since you've been in the city. I'm sure you have plenty of people to talk to and catch up yes. with. Yes. Uh, it's not a, it's not a social call. It is in matters of the House of Red and like, so it will be very boring for you. Yeah, we can, um, we can go find something to do in the city, right, Fen? I can show you anywhere that you would like. It's, oh, we, we, things to do. we wouldn't hold you up. I mean, you got important things to do, right? Thank you. Uh, that's very, very kind. And tomorrow I'll be much more social. I just, while we are here, I want to get these few things done. You're okay, Esperies. It's fine. You just go. Do, it, when is the last time we've all been alone like never right <laughs> I can't even remember the last time we've all done something alone yeah actually um, I do things alone all the time I don't know about you guys it's <laughs> <laughs> fine I mean yeah you're always flying off as a bird but most of us can't do that so oh no would you two like to visit a, a very small personal library with me? Oh. Well, you know I'm always down for libraries. Yeah, we love libraries. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. I read a ton. Do they do they have drinks at this library? Or no? It's in my mother's house. So no, that's fine. No, uh, nobody lives there. You would just be, uh, just visit. You obviously, if you would like to enjoy the city, it's more of an active time. It's, um, no, let's let's go. That sounds amazing. Excellent. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Um, this way. Um, All right. So you head to Esperice's mother's house. What what do we see, Esperice? Uh, it's significantly smaller than Arete's house. Um, it's still very nice. Um, Yeridisi Anthea was a very wealthy woman as well, but not quite as prone to luxury as her um, one of her primary partner was. Um, it's near the center of the city. It's full of light. Um, they did have a chef, they did have servants, but it wasn't quite on the ridiculous scale of, of the Arete household. Um, there's only one dining room, for example, where they had all of their meals. <laughs> there wasn't a breakfast room. Only one? Oh my God. <laughs> and there, 
presence. <laughs> there is on the highest floor a um, a tiled room with a very large windows that the afternoon light spills into um, a cafe table uh, that still has a little very clean tea set on it. Nobody drinks from it. It doesn't look like anyone's been here in a while, though it is very clean. Um, pressed up against the window and um, the room is outside the window lined with bookshelves, mostly poetry and uh, books of minor divination, like how to read the stars and the migrations of birds and read the signs and the seasons. Um, and yeah, Esprit will show you around. And um, so uh, this is where I was going to go. It's not very exciting. It's just. Uh, I was just going to say, it's really nice. Um, your mother is not here today, or? <laughs> uh, no, she, um, she passed away. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, it's uh, completely understandable. This is technically, this is my house. Well, I'm, it's my house and Polai and Indis's house as well, but they don't, um, they have not been here in a very long time. This is her library. Um, I've never been very much of a reader, but uh, she loved it. It looks like a very healthy collection. Yes. Mostly of divination. Did she do a lot of divination? It was a... a hobby mostly um she likes to <laughs> sit with her tea and and watch birds and and things and, and read things from it uh, uh, she was a frostwing too oh yeah yeah so you must get your love of poetry from her <laughs> so yes. i see a lot of poetry here too yes uh, that was one of her favorite ones when that i shared it with you are you right, Samson? You're doing a lot of things with your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm trying to... So Samson's trying to figure out right now, like, does Esprit really want to show us this? Or does Esprit wish we were just not here <laughs> at all? And we're just being nice and is going to do something, but absolutely would prefer that we would leave, but had no way to do so nicely. <laughs> um, Esprit looks like she does not really know how to entertain you in this space, but it's not like she doesn't... She doesn't want Finn to be alone because <laughs> he seemed a little upset, and, and this is a nice place to be. She's not upset that you're here. She just doesn't know what to do with you now that you are here. So we're a burden. Okay. No, we it's are, just, we are she's trying to entertain <laughs> you, but it's just a house. So here's some books. Um, there's no food here because no one lives here. Um. Okay. Um, I, I will, in that case, I was like, yo, no, I'm just, I'm having trouble reading all the titles and I'll, I'll do my little thing and I'll make like a little light, like my little be, my little feature. I'll make a couple candles 
and light them up so that we can see in the space well. If it's, I know there's a lot of light in the room, but I'll do that and I'll look around and be like, oh, do you mind if, can we read some of them? Is that all right? Maybe just hang out for a little while? That'd be good. Yes, of course, uh, books are meant to be read. <laughs> I pull a random one off the shelf. Um, then you'll like this one and I toss it to him. I have no idea what it says. Oh, yeah, thanks. He'll catch it and just kind of like sit down in an armchair. We'll be here, Esperies, if you need us. Just let us know. And well, we're just here to keep you company. So don't mind us. Thank you. I find that a different kind. I find a different book. I have no idea what it is. I start reading it. <laughs> do, you, do you read Elvish? They're all Elvish. Yeah, I read Elvish. Okay, great. If not, um, I can read out loud to you. No, I, I, I read Elvish and Infernal and Druidic and Sylvan. Jeez and, Louise. Well then. And everything. <laughs> Guys, he's yeah. old. Hey, hey, yeah, all you all you 12 intelligences, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> like 11, thank you. <laughs> Samson just puts on like a speed reading clinic, just like multiple pages a minute. Oh, stop. He puts on his little spectacles because he's old <laughs> and he can't see. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, at some point over the course of the afternoon before we get to evening, um, I don't know how long you guys are going to stick around eat, uh, reading, but Esperis will ask for the drug of alchemy to get some hot water, and she still has, you know, some tea packets hidden away downstairs. There's not really food, but she can make you tea so we can read and have, you know, hot spiced chai tea. Um and she will disappear for long stretches of time in various rooms of the house while you read um, and be very quiet. But she'll come back in and read with you and feel like a very bad host. But I've been very... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Finn is kind of like watching her a little bit over his book whenever he, he, he reads a little bit. And then he like peeks over to see just like how she's feeling and um, just what she's up to. Because he, he still knows what happened before so he just wants to keep an eye on her make sure she's feeling okay I've it very, looks like she's putting herself together yeah i have a very very important thing i need to do i want to look through while esperis is not in the room i want to look through i want to in the times when esperis is gone for these long periods of time i want to take special care to look through all the books and see if i can find anything on planar portals or research about them or interest in them in any way. Lauren, do you want to answer that or should I answer it? Because I don't know. <laughs> you would probably find a book or two on it. Yeah. I think I know oh, what he's guess, trying to find. I guess I want to, what, what I, like, I don't even, I don't want to read them necessarily. What I want to know is like, was her was her mother a fey wild enthusiast or was she like not and then just made her way there unwillingly i guess oh okay she's like a researcher who was like visiting and happy to be there and like oh this is so cool um, or did she get tricked? I think I think you would find some books. I would find some books. Cool. I, 
I want to say you also find one of those little baby books that has like the handprints <laughs> in it from various ages, but it's kind of weird because it goes from one month, tiny little handprint, two months, much bigger handprint. Like she aged a lot over the month and then it stays the same size for a couple of months and then it gets much bigger again. It's a little bit weird, but it's very lovingly collected and hand bound and all that. We found those. Yeah, the little baby book. <laughs> Look, I, it's Esperice's hands. Wow. Wait, why does it get so big all of a sudden? <laughs> is that her hand still or is it her mom's hand? Not like adult human-sized <laughs> hands. They're just like big for a two-month-old. <laughs> she had like, bro- was it her brother or sister's hand? It doesn't, it could be, yeah. Um, I, where, where, where I'm from, um, children grow up really fast. So I don't really know. Um, how big are children's hands? Oh, well, like, they're pretty small, usually. Like, like the front of the book. Did you grow up really fast, too? When, last I remember. Hmm. Really, really fast. So, like, where, where I'm from, like, you get... You grow up out of, like, kidhood into adolescence very, very fast. Very fast for you compared to everyone here that's for sure and then you stay like the way you are for even longer like a long 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 time like forever do you think um do you think Esperis is is going to live a long time too like you well I don't know maybe well I mean if she's growing up fast like this and you did could be her brothers or maybe they forgot and then they didn't want to just like have a whole bunch of blank pages and throw another one down that happens sometimes maybe well, could could be i don't know hmm. maybe she did but there's no way to know i don't think esprit doesn't look exactly like the people where i'm from so and i and if she was banished from the Feywild, i think someone would have think she would have said so by now so yeah, there's probably Maybe not probably. a lot of sun elves where you're from, huh? Yeah, none at all. Actually, we're all we're all fae. It's not not sun elves. Yeah, but I don't I don't know. It's crazy. We could we could ask her when she comes back from her mother's bedroom. I guess. <laughs> you know, you know what? I'm gonna I'm actually gonna go get some bar bucks because I'm feeling those late afternoon kind of jitters. Do you want anything? Uh, I, sure, yeah. I'm just going to leave you alone here for a bit. I'm going to go, and then I just leave. Are you okay? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> okay. I, pull out my, I pull out my paper that I have written everybody's bar books orders on, and I flip to the other page where I wrote just Esperices, because uh, it's so long. <laughs> and I go, get, I go get bar books for the three of us. Do we find anything on anything in our library? If do we make it to a library? Um, what you're going to? Yeah, there there would be a library. I don't have my map open right now. Um, what are you looking for? Just stuff on. Okay, it would be Levi, the shadow. It literally any parts of our adventure that if I couldn't find, so if I couldn't find a B, uh, a book on Levi, I'd go on 
all the Shadowfell. If I could find all the Shadowfell, it'd be the Prey Wild. I mean, the Feywild. Like, <laughs> Looted has been you can freaking find a book. You, you entire can find, adventure. You can find a book on the Feywild, and you can find a book on Levi. The Shadowfell is going to be, like, the same one that you got before. That is... Dang it. <laughs> is it the same book Esperis turned in earlier? <laughs> Uh, I will definitely check both of those books out, um, and I will, uh, I'll ask Prey, do you want to do anything, Prearia? Oh. I mean, I have the stuff that I came here for. I have a gold left. What do you want to spend it on? Is there any street food around? Sure, you could find like a uh, fried oh, yeah. dough that kind of snakes around like a like a stick. Fried honey dough. I think you know what we're doing. All right, so <laughs> Luden will go up and uh, be like, "How much for fried dough?" For the one gold, if you if you spend all the one gold, you can get like fifty sticks of fried dough. And they're all they're they're all just like drizzled with honey, and they're very crispy on the outside, and very like, almost like funnel cake, but shinier and uh, chew, a little bit chewier. You guys know Luden; he always tips very well, uh, and so he'll be like, he'll give the one gold, and he'll be like, if you could just like box that up, at least a couple of them. Oh, for me? You, yeah, these <laughs> usually cost like this is like when Finn bought something and <laughs> paid like five gold for like flower, fifteen gold for flowers. The vendor's like, right away, sir. Yes. Uh, they, they were like, it's he three doesn't copper. have anything to wrap these up because nobody's bought this much before. <laughs> it's okay, okay. Just, we can wait a second. I mean, I got uh, Prearia. It's all yours, so uh, take however much you want. Yes, um, yes, yes. How about yes. this vendor? I assume this is a mobile uh, shop kind of thing. Is it on wheels and like, can it roll around? He's going to be like, how about you just follow us and make as many as you can. Um, And we're just going to explore the city. And whenever she's hungry, you can just make her another one. Is that okay? Personal dough shop. I love her. Sure. He does. But yeah, sure. He follows you around and he... (laughs) <laughs> All right, he'll looted. We'll look over to Prearia, and he'll just be like, "Lead the way, my queen." She has like a skewer of the dough balls, and she's just like, "Looted, oh. <laughs> yeah. run around here like he's Prince Ali." <laughs> yeah, and looted's gonna be like just reading the book as he follows Prearia around wherever she goes and stuff like that. It's gonna sightsee. And yeah. with that, I think that's where we'll take our break. Again. So we're going to take our break, and when we get back, more will ensue. All right, we'll see you all in a little bit. Well, hello there. Of course you can to see me. Marbell Pebblegrit, tale extraordinaire to kings, queens, heroes, and legends. Have you gazed upon my latest masterpieces? Yes, this one for you. Don't you see how it calls to you, speaks your name? You are gorgeous, darling. The colors, the line work, the gods weep in the presence of your beauty. 
No one has looked more stunning in a pebble grid design. Please, I, I, I cannot bear to gaze upon your perfection for too long. You can find this mesmerizing merch at inkandliar.com. Go and unleash your fabulosity today and help support Ink and Liar. Do stop by my shop again. You simply must tell me about all that, that adventuring thing. Well, ta-ta, darling. Extra, extra, read all about it. What's that you've got there, mister? Why, this right here is Nine Realms Gaming. Nine Realms Gaming? That's right, top-notch gaming accessories made from some of the finest woods this side of the city has to offer. We got your dice vaults, we got your dice towers, dice trays, hero vaults, you name it. Oh, my! Careful now, don't swoon into traffic. You can mosey on down to their website now. Use exclusive partner code LIA10 to get 10% off your purchase. What was that code again? That's LIA10. L-Y-R-E-10 at NineRealmsGaming.com. Hurry, they're sound like hotcakes. She walks through the valley of Ikea. She shall fear no wardrobe. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, does anyone have a lockpick? No. No, we don't need one. the second half we'll find out you know <laughs> and we are back all right is there anything else that you would like to do before you all go to sleep and you're drinking ethereal sprite <laughs> kill you bro yes <laughs> um right. back at arete's house right Anybody mm -hmm. else doing anything before that? I think so. Okay, Esperis isn't like gonna. <laughs> Esperis spends some time wandering around her childhood rooms, gazing out windows forlornly. That's all she's really forlornly. Today. Oh my <laughs> goodness! He's hesitant to leave her. He's like, "Are you are you gonna be okay, Esperis?" Esperis comes with you when you go to Just, a red day. She oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were going to the temple. Are you gonna sleep here? In Arete's? Um, no, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be at Arete's tonight, Nair. I'll figure it out tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, good night, then. Good night. He will uh, head on over to his assigned room, which is very, very lonely and empty. Well, for tonight, that's a good thing, um, because he goes in and he closes the door behind him. Is there a lock on the door? Um, there would be a lock. <laughs> okay, there so it's a he'll, private room. I'm sure there would be a lock on the door. Okay, so he'll lock it. Um, he'll take out uh, four green candles. Uh, he will light them in a circle around the room. 
and he will, did they have, I assume they had dinner at Arete's that night as well, maybe? Yep. I don't know. Okay, yes. so yes, then then he will take um, just like a, ha- a plate, a handful of figs to his room. He'll take um, a glass of that pomegranate wine. He'll uh, put it out in the middle of this circle. And he'll take a deep breath. And he's he's been putting this off a while. Um, I think partly because he's a little nervous about what he thinks he might, the answer might be to his questions. Uh, but he's going to sit down in the circle and he's just going <sighs> to... All right, Livy. Um... I'm ready to talk to you now. So, I mean, if you're not busy, this is really important. And I wanted to ask you a few things. And I know before I did a prank to summon you or whatever, but I'm in Esperice's dad's house and she's kind of giving me dagger eyes and I don't want her to be angry at me. I do plan to do a few while I'm here, just not tonight. You watch as the candles begin to flicker. And you feel a leaf fall. A maple leaf fall on your shoulder. And then your head. And you find yourself under the cascade of all these varying colors of maple leaves. And as you kind of like move it out of your face and looking around, you find yourself back in that familiar forest. And leaning against the tree, kind of pushing himself off and kind of like placing his hands behind his back, you see Livy. Been alive. You said it was urgent and came right away. Finn will take up one of the figs off the plate on the floor and toss it at Livy to see if he'll catch it. He'll catch it. I have questions. Um, we've learned a few things in the last few months pertaining to you. He watches you and just begins to walk, holding the fig, just kind of looking at it and looking at you, listening. Finn will also walk. I feel like they're kind of doing like an interesting (laughs) circle. You asked me to investigate all I could about Luden before to see if he was lying to us. I did. But you already knew that. You know everything about Luden, don't you? I do. Why? 
he kind of looks at you. And he goes... Because I had to do what had to be done. And what had to be done? I would never lie to you, Finn. Everything I have done, I have done for you. Everything I have done, I have done to help you. To help every soul that walks the material plane. Feywild and beyond. Finale, I have persuaded other masters of the weave for you. For the world. If I had not persuaded Savion, she would not have given me insight into what is to come. If I had not pretended to be Remblace, Esperice would have stayed in Dawn's Rise. Remblace, who does nothing. They just sit idly by as they've done for thousands of years. I brought Esperice to you so that she may help you. And yes, I brought Ludin to you as well. Samson was banished because I made it so. Prairie's garden, her home, the roots withered at my command so that her family would send her out for help. So that they all would exactly be where they needed to be at the right moment. And if I didn't trust you, I would not tell you. But I do, my dear, dear Finlay. So, all this misfortune, everything that's happened to all of my friends, it's because of you? Fate can be cruel. You may curse it when destiny is thrust upon your shoulders. You may praise it in your successes and victories. If I had not done what I did truly, this would be fate's end. For without, we cannot hope to live. Without all things come to an end. The seven, all of this, so much bigger than yourselves. What each of you has had to endure was for the sake of the many. So ask them. Ask yourself. Would they rather look selfishly inward and keep all they have lost for the sake of losing everything? For the sake of every soul turning to ash and dust? Or was that sacrifice worth it? Was life worth it? But, but Ludin was a child. He was like little. How could you have known about, about me? at that time and 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 samson i don't even know how old he was when he got kicked out of his home but that must have been a long time ago how how does this all make sense how could you have been thinking about me when it was so long ago that these things happened i told you 
I bargained with Savion, and she gave me her insight into the beyond, into the future, so that I may know. You want the truth and I give it to you. I believe in you even with the twins interfering. I have faith in you, Finelai. Do you have faith in me and everything I have done? I hate the way Luden has treated you. And I felt no guilt on the small harmless pranks that we've played on him together. That being said, I would hate for you to lose any friendships you have made. I would hate for you to lose the special bond between you and Cassius. You are family. Why I even brought you to your father. Your real father. I saved you from your island and brought you to your father, Finelai. That's... That's why I do trust you, because... Because you took me off that island where I felt so alone and so out of place and you've made me into something else. But it's just so hard, Livy. Like, these are my friends and when they're hurting, to think that it was my fault, like that's... It is not your fault, Finlay. Are you sure about that? Because that was all done to bring them to me. It was. But I was the one who pulled the strings. And it had to be done. I don't know how to make them understand. Some of them hate you. I don't know how to make them understand how I feel about you and why I still trust you and what should I do? Ask them. Would they rather keep everything they have lost? For the sake of losing everything. Or was what they lost worth it? I think Luden would say yes, but I'm not sure about the others. And it's, I guess, really easy to say that you would sacrifice everything for something personal, but I mean, it's pretty selfish, isn't it? It is. To look selfishly inward and keep everything that you have lost. Because not only would you have lost, would he have lost his mother, he would lose everything. Everybody would lose everything. Everyone would lose everything. And this world would turn to ash and dust. I told you, sometimes fate is cruel. But it is for the sake of life. 
That I can understand. You told me earlier that I had to protect their flames lest they go out. And I guess I didn't realize, well, I think we all kind of understand how big it is, but maybe not to the degree it apparently is. It's bigger than us. It is. Last we met, I told you I would only ask when the time is right. And it has come. When you all go to return Cassius's memories, I only require you to do one thing, Finelai. I request that you have faith in me and that you do what you think is right. It has always been faith, and it will come to that. And I believe in you. I know you believe in me. I feel it with every fiber of my being. I have felt it all this time. And I believe in you too. And I promise I won't let you down. I know you won't. And he looks at the fig and tosses it back to you. And you feel the leaves begin to fall upon you once more. And you see him standing there looking down at you. And you emerge from the leaves and you are back in your room, amongst the pillows and blankets. He's going to flop down on his bed, stare at the ceiling, and take a bite of the fig and just kind of process everything that's he just found out. All right. So, morning comes. Uh, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> Where? <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah, if Twitch could in. see our group chat right now, <laughs> on fire. <laughs> Talking about un- uh, Priori is going to unhinge her jaw and swallow the V like a snake was brought up. <laughs> oh, Luda sleeps in the bardo tonight. <sighs> Just like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, sometime in the middle of the night, Esperis goes to Arete's door and is going to talk with him and ask if maybe she can spend a couple nights at the temple instead of sleeping here. And then realizes how selfish she's being and just goes to sleep in the room that he prepared for her instead. (laughs) 
I guess the rest of us just chill and have a good night because we don't know nothing's wrong and everything's yeah, like, fine. It's the same. Like I, yeah, no, like we <laughs> like I drink I drink Esprice's dad's wine. Like, <laughs> talk about how nice the city is. Uh, Pray Ari and me are she's eating all the shiznit that she wants. So I guess donuts. so she barks, barf. I don't know if she does. It's just honey. So. She is still eating. Go for it. Keep eating. <laughs> And would love these. Wild. Who cares? All right. A, a new day dawns on Dawn's Rise. As you awake. That was quite the 24 hours. <laughs> everything sucks, Lauren. Are you aware of how much everything sucks? <laughs> what? Esperies is three seconds away from a panic attack. Luden is face down in the Vardo. And I don't know how Finn, like, Finn's like, I have faith in my God. And stares at him. He's like gripping a sink, staring at the mirror. I have faith in my God. You can do this. You can do this. I have faith in my God. He has faith in me. I have faith in my God. Uh, Samson and Prayaria show up to breakfast. Like, I think the grapes are great. Have you tried the grapes? <laughs> Uh, I will I will wake up and cast speak with animals uh, and I've obviously slept with snot this night like how do you feel buddy snonk is happy that berry man stay with snonk snonk not lonely or sad yeah how about just let me know if you feel sad or lonely buddy just like snonk was sad, but now not now now not snap. Well, okay, in the future, just like nudge my my knee or something, okay, and uh, we'll figure out what's up. Okay? But Snonk do that sometimes, and Berryman not look. What if Snonk bite? Don't don't bite me, Snonk. Uh, what if what <laughs> if Snonk bite 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 food hand, and then I'll know. Okay, don't bite me though. Food hand berries. What? Food hand berries. <laughs> okay. Food hand food berries. Hand, speaking of food hand, when food hand makes their way down, can we tell <laughs> that they've had like an existential crisis <laughs> in the last eight hours? Under his eyes, he's tied up his hair. <laughs> hi, hi, everyone. Yo. Can we tell? <laughs> Yes. No. Uh, do you want to roll deception, or are we all rolling insight? Um, I will roll or deception. You, I mean, are you trying to not look like you had a bad time? Oh, he's definitely you? trying to smile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> trying to smile. He's he's trying. Uh, that sounds like a deception check to me. Uh, fourteen. <laughs> I have an eleven. If we're using passives, I yeah, think it, I it would be it would be passive percent or passive. Yeah, passive perception. Passive insight. insight, right? Yeah, sorry, passive mm-hmm. insight. Yeah, beat a 17. Something is wrong. Okay, Damn. cool. Yeah. So Finn, jacked up with Finn. All, all, all of a sudden, there's like, Finn knows something's wrong with Esperice. Esperice knows something wrong with Finn. And we're all like... Not talking about it. Their their tension yeah. is so high right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did they... <laughs> um, what are we Finn? eating? Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, Snonk will bite you if he feels lonely. Snonk doesn't bite. And Snonk I'm, doesn't I'm just feel letting lonely you know, either. Okay? Yeah, like, Snonk I've, never feels lonely. I just wanted to let you know if he bites you, he feels lonely. <laughs> and he will cast Goodberry and give five of them to uh, Finn and be like, he wants you to feed him good bears too. Oh, oh, okay. Here's Snonk. Don't bite. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> he'll, give, uh, he'll give him the other five as well to uh, Finn and he'll be like, maybe more sparingly. He's getting fat and he will keep eating himself. <clears throat> Here, you can have a fig if you want, Snonk, and some crepes and some toast. Some bananas. <laughs> the snonk is just going to town. <laughs> okay. All Finn can think of when he sees everybody, he just looks at Samson. <laughs> Samson was his home for you. <laughs> He's just like looks. Ugh. I'm just like pretending to eat because like eating is not his thing, but he's trying to be nice. <laughs> so what like, time so- are we going? As soon as possible, essentially. Um, they wanted it at least. Well, at dawn's rise. <laughs> okay. Um, but how, how does this work? We... Yeah, what are they going to do? And can we be with him? We can be with him, right? I'm, I will. I think, I don't see why not. Um, I don't see why not. I mean, yeah, I think we certainly got to be there. Got to yeah. take care of a boy, you know? Yeah. You got to <sighs> be there too, Luden. You can't just stand outside the whole time. If it makes you more comfortable, okay. uh, and I don't it's know cool. if it will. It's cool. It's fine. I will just go in. We'll do the thing. We'll leave. I'm good now, guys. I'm I, good. I, no, but I want you to know the majority of people who visit the temple are not um, children of Bramblaze. It's um, a public facility. So the attendants generally are religious, but um, most... Esperis, I'm good. I just needed some time, you know. Me and Prey had a lovely night last night. We're good. I ate so many donuts. (laughs) When when you were, like, in the the prayer room, Esperis, did you just, like, I don't know just pray or something? Like, did you hear any weird signs or anything? Well, um, I did pray in the prayer room, if that's the question. <laughs> right. Right. But but only the mayor can speak to, to Remblaze, right? And he speaks back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna leave, or? Finnera, can I speak to you privately before we um, before we head out? Uh, we will join everyone in just a moment. If you want, we'll meet you at the bar box. If oh my God, it's more conversation. We will get your orders. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I walk in and say the usual. <laughs> Luden picks up Snonk and just walks out with him in a huff. Like all these conversations and bar bucks every single time. What is what does Cassius like to eat? Uh, Cassius, he'll go with us. Cassius, he drink Cassius? Cassius will have a bear claw. 
America. <laughs> Let me go get some special water or whatever, Schnong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. As Priest is going to hug Finn, she's not really going to say anything. She's just going to hold him. Um, he will like tentatively like reciprocate. Is is everything okay, Esperis? Yes, uh, you looked like you had a bad night. Um, maybe just for sleep. You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling better after yesterday too? Because I know you were trying to hide something, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> I figure you didn't want to share, and I learned my lesson last time. <laughs> no, I, that's very kind of you. I appreciate that. Um, um, I, I, you know, just... Odd stuff. Odd stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Do you ever feel like you don't know what Livy wants from you? (laughs) I mean, sometimes he's he's pretty open with me normally. But that's that's true. But but sometimes, I mean, it's it's hard. I want to apologize for um. I feel like I am very uh, rude to you very often, and I do care for you a lot, and I like you a great deal, and... No, no, you're not rude to me. It's, no, I it's... am. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, the other day I told you that if you played a prank, then I would make you sleep outside. That is not um, polite, so... But I appreciate you trying to be kind. tell you what I don't think you were rude to me but if it makes you feel better you could help me do a prank later tonight it's just a harmless one okay but this is not in a simple lie because uh, do you want it to be no I don't because <laughs> they have very uh, okay Esprit just between us Arete's not around I see the way they look at you and you do too. I know that look. They're looking down on you. We could just play around a little bit. They have they they have very reasonable. They have their reasons not to like me, and it is okay. So I don't want to. And we have our reasons to just play something harmless. I like that you are smiling. Okay. Yeah. So that's a yes? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That makes me feel way better. This is going to be Luden, so fun. Luden really doesn't like waiting, so we should go. <laughs> but... Okay. Let's go. I'm going to hug him again because I'm like this close to falling <laughs> apart at any moment. But then. <laughs> <laughs> I like your hugs. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my god. Snock is almost finished with my special water, guys. Like, where are they? 
I smell a little up. bit like Esperis because I was hugged by her. Did you say that out loud? I didn't say that out loud. Okay. I don't say that It's just a note for those of you. So, you make your way back to Dawn's Respite. And you enter. Switch some stuff over here. How does Cassius look as we go in? Cassius looks nervous. He's been quiet and he's... He, he looks nervous. Uh, Prairie will, like, kind of come up beside him. Like, kind of pull on his sleeve a little. Like, hey. Hey. He just kind of looks like? at you. What she's do like, I... Uh, yeah, she's, like, calling back to their um, earlier conversation where he asked her what she liked as, like, a who, who she was kind of thing, and she answered friends, family, and food. I like all of you. Well, we like you too. And that won't change. He just kind of smiles at you all. You want a good berry? Yeah, why not? He just, he'll take it. Yeah, Luden will give two to him and one to everybody else. Just pop it in. Is there anything we can do for you before we um, head in? I don't think so. I think I'm ready as I'll ever be. But you'll all be there with me, right? Yes. Of course. Yeah. Alright, you all approach large, ten-foot-high double doors. They are hand-carved and depict the changing seasons. On the left half, you see winter, barren branches that move upward like a skeletal figure, and spring with fresh, blooming blossoms that bloom outward from the door. And you see varying colors of petals that have fallen to the ground at the base of the door. The right, of course, is summer, with lush green branches that are full and flourish. And fall, with the leaves changing colors to oranges and rusts. And the, the leaves fall and pile gently by the frame of the right side of the door. And the wood itself is a special bread wood between four different types of trees transitions from ambrosia maple to bloodward to birch to wenge. Alias steps up. The mayor will see you now. He places a hand on Cassius's shoulder and just kind of smiles at him and says, We are fortunate that our paths have brought us together. And the doors open and the cherry blossoms from the spring side trickles down like snow. And you all walk along long hallway down to a large chamber. The walls are beautifully carved. And the ceiling of the chamber leads all the way up to the open sky above. 
The scenes of winter, spring, and fall, and summer just continue around the chamber in the center of this room. You see a patch of lush green grass and a moderately sized red currant thicket in the center of the room. And you watch as the thicket blooms a cluster of beautiful red flowers, and the flowers give way to clusters of red currant berries, and the berries shrivel and waste away in the leaves gray, falling to the grass below until the thicket is nothing but a dead, blackened bramble. And the cycle repeats as the branches are flooded with color once more. Over and over, a never-ending cycle. You watch as a tall figure glides across the chamber's meadow, shoulders back, graceful and tall, middle-aged but beautiful. Her skin is patched. Part of her face is crimson red and one glowing eye like an ember. On the left side, gradiates into ocean blues, and in her left green, her left eye is green like seaweed. One of her arms is cracked, rough, like dried, muddied soil. The other arm, smooth and pale. Her hair is long and flowing white. Ludin and Samson, as you look at her, you notice she embodies the appearance of earth, water, air, and uh, fire, Janazi all at once. She wears holy vestments similar to Esperi's, crossed at the bodice and flowing down in a rich peach color. On her head, a wreath of red currants. And she just kind of bows her head to you gracefully and says, Welcome. We are fortunate our paths have been brought together. Welcome home, child of Remblace. And she nods her head in your direction, Esperi's. Thank you. She looks over as Cassia steps forward. She just kind of tilts her head and walks around him. And she says, Do you cling to the past, Cassius? For though your memories are gone, you may choose to start anew this new life now that you live. The choice is yours. These memories, they were not willingly given. They were taken against your will, stripped from your mind. I can restore what was taken. But no, this new life can be a gift if you choose it. He looks at her. And he says... I don't even know who I am, really. Only through stories. I do want my memories back. She kind of looks at him and back at you all and she says, So be it. Are you prepared to face what you have lost? Cassius kind of takes a deep breath, and he looks at you, Finn, and he kind of squeezes your hand for a moment. And you feel that 
welling of a little bit of fear and anxiety as he takes your hand for a moment, Finn. And you hear him whisper, Finn, May she guide me. And Cassius looks at Lemaire. Yes, I am prepared. You watch, you all watch as she glides over to the current bush. She plucks flowers first, then berries, then some lush green leaves, and lastly, breaks a small piece of dead bark from the thicket. Turning, she gracefully walks over to a small table near the candle-graced walls. You see a series of beautiful water goblets atop this table, and she picks up a mortar and pestle and begins to crush all four together. She throws her hands to the sides, and you watch as air swirls around her. Her right eye glows brighter, and the mortar ignites into flames, and smoke forms throughout the space, and it dies down until nothing but dark ash is left. She rolls her, her head around, with her eyes closed and breathes in the smoke deeply. Like a separate entity, it fills her lungs. She kneels down with the bowl as tears begin to stream down her face. And her eyes glow brightly as the tears drip gently into the ashes of the bowl. And the colors change from black to violet and green as they absorb. She raises both hands, and the water rises from the water goblets, and they begin to bubble and steam as the organic river of water swirls around her. And she releases her grasp on the mortar, and it just floats before her. And you watch as the water rises and falls like the ocean tide, and then comes together in the small sphere in front of her. And the steam rises as she lowers the sphere into the bowl. She pours the mixture into a humble goblet and walks over to Cassius. What you have lost, may you gain once more. You were blind, but now we'll see. My only hope is your past is your past. Your future is your future. Drink and be restored. And she passes the goblet to Cassius. And he just takes it for a moment, just kind of stands there nervously. And Lemaire moves her fingers, continuing to cast the spell, smoke trailing from her fingertips as Cassius holds the, the goblet. And he will begin to drink. And you all watch as his eyes begin to glow as he drinks. 
I said a lot, so I'll, <laughs> so I'll, allow, you, I'll allow you to react if you so wish. <laughs> Finn is just standing there, stiff, intensely staring at Cassius as he does this. Just like... Luden's, uh, he's bouncing off of, like, one flare or the other, um, and he remembers, like, honestly, it takes him all the way back to, like, this, this moment happened in terms of, this was the first mission, like, the real first mission that he had with them in terms of, let's go get Cassius, let's get the memories back, and this is bringing him all the way back to that, like, this is, we are finally finishing that first mission, <laughs> um, and he's just taking all that in, and just all of the things that he's learned with these people, um, and for a little bit of time, like he's not even thinking about where he is. He's just thinking about holy crap and trying to soak in how important this moment is. Uh, yeah, Prairie is absolutely holding her breath as she's just like holding on to one of Mountain's little, little hands. Watching all this happen. I, I just, I think Samson, he's like, he, I feel so. I don't know. I feel something bad's about to happen. So I think Samson's like at like hair on like hair standing up kind of situation and instinctually like being in very tense situations. I think he's moving, like walking, like trying to get like almost flanking stuff. I think he's, I think he's moving in a position where he can be defensive if he needs to be, just like absentmindedly watching. Watching Cassius, watching the mayor, watching Finn, watching everybody. Esperis is standing beside Luton with her hand on his arm, just kind of stabilizing. He seems like he's doing okay and uh, overthinking. So I'm not supposed to stop the seven, but it's obviously God told the mayor to get Cassius' memories back, so that is supposed to happen. But the other thing isn't supposed to happen, but this is. And just overthinking and just gently trying to offer comfort to Luden in this time, just staring blankly at what's happening. He finishes his drink and like he just kind of holds his head for a moment as he kind of tries to steady himself and like there's a clarity and you see like you see his eyes glow a little bit brighter and that one eye that is kind of split just kind of glows brighter for a moment as well and he puts the drink down and just kind of looks at you all he doesn't say anything did it work cassius Yes, Finalai. Well, I mean, do you feel different? He is smiling and he just kind of looks at you all. I remember. And we'll rush forward and wrap him in a hug. Tight hug. Luton's he, jumping up and down, screaming. Yeah! Uh, he will kind <laughs> of just hug, hug him back for a moment, and just kind of look at you all. <sighs> uh, 
Petriar is still not breathing. She's waiting to see what that means. <laughs> he, uh... He takes a deep breath, smiling, and just kind of looking at you all, and he looks at the walls, and he just places his hand on the walls of this natural, uh, this naturally formed, um, space. And just kind of moves his fingertips over the earth. And he looks up towards the sky. And he just he just he just takes a moment to like kind of like soak this all in. Let me finalize with your passive insight. Something feels off. Like his magic feels mm. off. Mm. Something feels off. So, how do you feel, Cassius? Do you feel uh, relief? I do feel relief. I a new day has dawned. <laughs> Yes. Do you... Do you remember Cyprian? Does that ring a bell? Who? Right. How about the rest of the Celesta set? Do you remember them? Oh, of course I remember them. I remember all of them. Do you know anything about the Seven? No. I don't. Sorry, unfortunately, I do not. Uh, okay. It's okay. You got your memories back. It's, it's, it's okay. We're. Well, uh, of course, um, this is a lot. Um, should we. Do you need to sit down or uh, um, maybe have a, a meal or. Yeah, what's your favorite food, Cassius? You can remember that stuff now, right? Barry is watching very closely, like inside <laughs> checking all of this. <laughs> he he looks at uh, he looks at you all and he goes, no, "I'm rather fond of chicken." Chicken. All right. Well, we got gold. There's a whole city up there. Let's go get some chicken. <laughs> yeah, let's. Let's get you all the chicken you want. You've been through a lot. <laughs> oh, and then we rest. And yeah, then we rest. Sure. Why not? All right. Uh, I'd buy, but I think Samson has all the money. <laughs> we should go uh. to the best <laughs> restaurant in town. Es Esperis, do you know that place? Yes, let me bring it up because no, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> as Breeze will give the name of a very nice restaurant. Um, there is a tea house. There is a. You guys can go to like. There's well, the, the tea house don't have chicken. Um, yeah, you can go to like. A, there's some street carts and there's some. There's some. Hey. Uh, re, there's a, probably a restaurant in the Rose District that's very nice, but they don't serve chicken. They serve like quail or something. Uh. <laughs> It's a bird. Cassie's just kind of like, <laughs> I don't need anything fancy, I assure you. 
Okay. Oh, oh Cassius, oh, our, our dear, the mayor of that of Remblace has, has has done this for you. We we I know you don't know her name, but we wanted to introduce you so you can properly thank her for helping you and being great. <laughs> ah, the of Remblace. That's that's right. Thank you so much. You have done me a great kindness. And Lemaire just kind of looks at Cassius and she goes, It was not I, but the will of Remblace, the power that he provides through me, that I was able to bring this to you. And uh, he just kind of looks at her and says, Of course. Hey, now that Deanna has put together two thoughts, can I do an insight check on how uh, the guy who worshipped Vera in life feels about being in a new god's temple? Like, is he super chill about this? Sure. Okay. Oh, settle down. My boy Cassius is just doing it. He's He got his memories back. He just wants some chicken. He's off. He's let's, on let's get him some chicken. chicken. <laughs> It'll be great when we get him the food. It'll be all good. He's off because he's hungry. Is that what you're saying? Christian? He hasn't had his favorite food in hundreds. He just ate. He just ate. He just wants some fried chicken, y'all. We gonna get it to him too. It's gonna be good. I got a dirty twenty. Yeah, and you know what else? Just started off with wanting some fried chicken squid game, and we see how that. Works. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I might just be stressing over nothing. I just want to check in on um the audience saw that role. Um you think he seems fine to you? No. All right. I'm going to try not to metagame based on that whole response, Lauren. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, he seems fine. Uh, he just—he seems else? like his eyes have been opened. Like, like he can—he's seeing the world in a whole new lens now. Does everybody else look like uneasy? Like from Luda's perspective, I mean, like he's obviously everybody's like, hmm, 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 but how does everyone look? The only one who might feel uneasy is Finn, because okay, Finn cool. has the high a high enough passive insight, and he he is looking up at Cassius's face like quite frequently and he is sticking by him and pretty much holding his hand. He's, he's not straying far from Cassius's side. Cool. That's, that's nothing. I out feel of uneasy, <laughs> but he, but he's happy. He looks happy for him. Well, I was just wondering, cause I was like, I don't know if like everybody was like, Oh, I don't know Cassius. If we don't, I don't know. But nah, if everybody's looking cool. Yeah. Luden's leading the charge to the chicken, wherever it may be. All right. Well, but, looking very intensely, but that's just her face. I am not. I am not cool. But I'm like, yeah, that's Samson. Relaxed, whatever. not not relaxed, but like, I think Samson is just on edge. Okay. Cassius has not given enough information yet. He's Reese not saying nervous. anything. Reese has been nervous since we got to the temple today, though, so it doesn't seem specific. <laughs> so they go have chicken. They follow Luden to the chicken. Yes. Yeah. There's On plenty point. of street food if that is um, what you're looking for, or there is finer establishments that serve different kinds of poultry. So, Esperis, I think I got this. Samson, <laughs> all I need is two gold. We we'll have all the chicken we can eat. I give him <laughs> ten gold. For no reason. I, I go to the first street corner and give him like my man. Have I got a deal for you? 
<laughs> you you give the the dealer two gold pieces, and he hands you over the the bucket, the whole cart, the bucket. <laughs> he, follow, he follows us around. Follows us that's around. A, that's the goal. He's gonna be following us around. We're gonna. You have. Now. An evening uh, or, or a day, you it, this is an afternoon, like a, you guys spend the day together. Let's find somewhere to sit and talk. Yeah, let's find somewhere to sit. Starbucks, maybe? So, Cassius, <laughs> we've spent so much time telling you stories. Why don't you tell us a quick one? Yeah, what do you remember? Oh, just <sighs> my adventuring days and such. Most of the stories you already know, but, you know, I grew up in the Cambria, and of course, my parents were glass blowers, and it's rather boring, actually. Was my, that... I'm quite tired, though. Oh. Having my um... memories restored was exhilarating, I give you that, but... Of course. It was exhausting. So what's Vera like? Finn shoots Luden like a... What is Um, so do you want to return to Heretage or, um... I mean, I don't know, maybe your tastes have returned to you. Would you rather stay somewhere else? Uh, we can arrange anything. I am rather tired. Uh, I would like to return to Heretes. Right, of course, yes. Um... But before we do that, could I maybe speak with you privately? I wanted to show you something, you know, once you got your memories back. Of course, Finn, of course. Um, There's something I think you'd like to see. <laughs> should we speak at Arete's, or...? Well, I kind of wanted to show you, like, the show we saw the other day. I think you'd enjoy it. It's really quick. All right. He gets up. And where are you taking him? Um, okay, so you, do you remember the show with the new pantheon and the old gods that we saw on, like, that s stage area? Mm-hmm. So he'll, he'll kind of go down the streets. He'll start leading him down the streets and towards that area. Hunter's mark on Finn. Does Finn just walk off with Cassius? <laughs> like, again, Hunter's mark He on says, Finn. can I, I please mean, speak privately with Cassius? Oh. Okay, the second Finn's out of earshot, I look at everyone else, say, right, everyone be quiet, Stick, get within 60 feet of all of them, let's go. And I stand up, I stealth. <laughs> to, I turn into, no, no, no. I cast invisibility on both uh, Espris and Prioria. I turn into a bird and we follow them. Yeah, Hunter's mark on Finn. I did, not, I did not, I did not ask. <laughs> And I'm moving. <laughs> Screw that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be within. I'm gonna be within sixty to ninety feet of them. Not so um, I can overhear, but I, I wanna. I'm gonna be close. I'm thirty feet, just trying to blend in with the crowd. But Hunter's mark is on Finn to be able to track him down if I lose sight of him. I mean, I guess I'm stealthing invisibly around. Can Esperis and Priori still like see each other since they're both invisible? Like, what we'll hold that? hands. Well, Esperis <laughs> can see you. I can, technically... I, can see, I can see you, so oh, right. you just see yes. some ve very soft hands. Uh, just <laughs> I actually, we leveled up. We leveled up. Um, 
guys. Oh my god. I can I can get all all three of them. They're He's all gonna in this kill you. Apparently, <laughs> Jesus. All, all three of all three of them. Here we go. Here we go. His voice changed, and he keeps smiling. Okay, no, no, Finn. He keeps smiling like. That means he's gonna kill you. That's what that means. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, who's I, smiling we, like that, Samson? We, no! leveled up. <laughs> we leveled up. I made Espris. I made Prairie. I made Luden invisible for an hour. I turned I, into a bird and I'm following. I love We're the idea of hands. like all of us being invisible and Samson just going break. Samson turning into a bird. All of us. Being oh my like, god! Espris <laughs> flies off this way and me and Prairie go into the crowd. And start following. Ben turns around. All of his friends are gone. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll also fly. I forgot I could fly. I'll be on the okay. roof. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Finn. I'm gonna catch. They're so uh, weird, Cassian. Really <laughs> no, I'm we waited until you left. We we waited till you were gone. You, you round the corner. <laughs> speak with we're animals falling. real quick. And as they're like, as Finn was leaving, Cassie's like, Snonk, we have to go. Go back to Aretta's house. I will give you all of the good berries that I have left in my spell slots. But you have to make it back to the house. We'll be right back. I promise. What? Oh. oh. Uh, what is, oh, what a wreck! I'll just uh, <laughs> sit. Just get Stay. Just stay right. No, that's a bad idea too. Snog uh, gonna go find food. All right, Barry man, and he just <laughs> wants to see Snog walk off into the crowd. Snog's, uh Luda's gonna pick Snog up. You pick Snog up, and he's like, y'all are just gonna, y'all can see a flying pig. pig now, and he's just gonna be running through the crowd with a flying pig. That's just what's gonna be happening. Okay. We're not losing There's a flying pig and people that are draws just no attention whatsoever. That draws I, I, lots of attention. Well, that's happening. Now. Snunk will be Snunk will be fine. At least we'll, we'll part him. the crowd. We'll, we'll find him. Don't worry. I'm about to lose Snunk. We'll not be the only ones. All right. All right, Finn. You have a wrapped audience. Do it, Finn. <laughs> Apparently I do. Well, okay. Everyone, make a stealth check. That's with that Spanish. With advantage. Do you want to pass without a trick? Oh no, you can't do that and still be invisible. Never mind. Uh, I'm just gonna do a regular stealth check because I'm invisible. With a giant pig. That's cool though. I got a twenty-eight. Twenty-nine. <sighs> oh my god. Oh my god, Esperis. <laughs> I got a nine, but I'm on the roof and I'm invisible. He hears the Come flutterings on. of your wings. I'm on <laughs> you are what, on the roof I... and a tile falls from the roof. What, what, what do I roll as a bird? I don't know. What did you roll as a bird? Do I roll advantage or not? Uh, I think you do roll with advantage because you get advantage on perception checks. No, no, no. Uh, it's, it's This is stealth. Sorry, this is stealth. I, I, mm. Well, it's 19, so. I rolled a 26. Yeah. Wherever so that tile ass where, looks like. Where, wherever that tile falls, I land. <laughs> Just so it looks like I knocked it off. Then I flutter away quickly. You do notice okay. a tile fall uh, from the roof and break, Finn, uh, as you're walking along. Huh. I thought the architecture was a little more stable around here, but I guess not. Anyway. He'll like take Cassius's hand and swing it between them. Kind of just like, I know you're tired, but I kind of just wanted to show you this show that we saw the other day. You weren't with us, and I thought it was really cool. You know? Yes, of course. 
So he's kind of like eyeing Cassius on the side because he he felt that offness about him. And so he's trying to kind of figure out what it could be. Um, But I'm going to assume he does not. He has his suspicions. Okay, Um, he's going to keep walking forward. And finally, when they get to that area, does it look like the show is about to start? Maybe. Do you want it to start? Are you trying to prove a point? Do they, <laughs> do they, does their magical hand holding belie any homicidal tendencies? Like, does he feel like I'm going to kill you through their hand holding? <laughs> he didn't turn it you off now, y'all. You feel confidence. You feel assuredness. Hmm. And determination. Okay. Um, hey, you know, let's, let's, there's some seats right here. Let me go get us some drinks and I'll be right back, okay? What does Cassius feel when you touch him as well? When you touch his he, hand? He is going to feel a mixture of kind of like interest, like this very slow creeping bit like glances of suspicion but also a little bit of nervousness and happiness as well or determined sorry determination would be the the right word for that okay do you want to sit maybe i can get us some drinks yes of course i'll i'll wait here what is this show about? Oh, it's it's about gods, right? So I figured since you just got your memories back about your god, maybe you'd want to watch one about, well, just the history of it. Interesting. Curious yeah. how history portrays it. Exactly, right? I mean, the way where where I'm from portrays it a lot differently than how they do here. I think you're going to find it really interesting. All right. I'll be right back. Luden's going to follow Finn and not stay with Cassius. He's going to follow Finn and see what Finn's doing. I'm going to make sure Cassius doesn't run. (laughs) (laughs) Book it down the alley. Okay. So Finn is going to uh, find a drink vendor, maybe nearby. Um, He is going to order two drinks. And he's going to stand with his back to Cassius for a moment, just. (sighs) And he's going to slip out of his pocket the comedy gold and pour it into one of the drinks. You make a sleight of hand check. So my my audience doesn't say. But okay, eight. <laughs> eight. Uh, those of you, I think all, I think everyone, ev- I think, I think you're, everyone in your audience sees that their passive perceptions are pretty, uh, are not that low. So they do see you do that. Thank you, Party of Two RPG for the raid, by the way. Uh, Woo! All of a sudden, a flying pig is going to come over to and land near you, Finn. <laughs> and Luda's just gonna be like, hey, what the heck? 
Hi, Luden. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Really? Okay, cut cut the crap. What, what, what's going on? What do you mean, what's going on? I, Jesus Christ, I saw you. Okay, talk. What's wrong? I just wanted to watch a show with Cassius. Oh, 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 you mean... Yeah. The empty flask. <laughs> the empty little vial. Um, I just wanted to play a prank on him. Okay, look, if you're lying, which we both know you are, you don't need to. What? Look. I'm not lying. I'm not lying, Luden. It's... A prank? Yes. It's a pretty serious prank I, on I someone that just got their memories back then. I do those all the time, Luden, if you weren't aware. It's a dangerous prank, too. Why? It's not dangerous. It's, we literally got it from a prank shop. Really? Okay. Why did you follow you know what? me? Whatever. Whatever. Why did you follow me? Really? Because the last time one of our members just leaves, especially with Cassius, they got taken. Okay? That's why I followed you, Finn. Jesus Christ. I don't want our members being taken again. Shh. Stop shouting. It's, it's, fine. it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you're right. It's fine. Here, do whatever the frick you want. I'm done. Here, take Snot, by the way. You left him. Luke's going to walk off. Screw you, Finn. Snunk, can you go stand over there? Here. And he's going to take the berries and throw them. <laughs> that Luden gave him that morning. <laughs> oh, Lauren, you're muted. How long has that been? I said a couple things. Oh, God. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, oh, no. I saw you very boisterous earlier, but I didn't know what it was. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> Read my lips, someone. <laughs> um, it, well, I, Snonk did say something. I don't... <laughs> He's like, Snonk, eat food now. Okay. <laughs> so after uh, after seeing Luden pop up, Finn's kind of going to glance around the like the area and be like, what the fuck else is here? And... Uh, <sighs> Seeing no one, is Luden gone? Did he leave? Luden's invisible. Luden, what? Luden's Luden walked back over to where he was before. I mean, like, he's pissed. He's still watching. All right. So he'll clutch the glasses in his hands. Okay. And just mutter something under his breath, which is. He will mutter, um, I'm running out of time. I can still do this. I trust you. I believe in you. I can do this. And he's gonna, he's gonna try and use divine intervention to, I don't think that's usually how that works. Damage. I want to do damage. I just want to kind of. Okay, let's see. I think it's a percentage dice. Seven. So 
also do you know how this works, Lauren? I don't. I'm trying to read it as it does it sound. Wait, Lauren, did you just roll a seven? You, you yes, succeeded. I did. Yeah. So God seven. directly intervenes to help so what? <laughs> so what he is doing in this moment is he is just calling on Levi to help him guide his magic and do what he needs to do. So, Lauren, the way this works, at least by the spell, is that if I get under a 10%, which I rolled a 7. Oh, shit. Um, I didn't think it was going to work. <laughs> so, Holy shit. Damn. Okay. Um, imp- imploring your deity's aid requires you to use your action. And so it says the effect any cleric spell or cleric domain would be appropriate. So I will take that success. Finn will take a deep breath, walk back over to Cassius, offer him the drink, and take his hand. He's going to lean his shoulder against Cassius. Cassius's. He's going to stare forward because he's kind of he, he kind of has an inkling people might be around now, now that Ludens made his presence known. And he's going to take his magic and creep it up from his hand to Cassius's, up his arm, up through his shoulders, up his neck, and slip into his head, into his mind. And he is going to open the door to access those fresh memories he just got from the temple. And he believes in Levi because he feels, he feels Levi here with them and inside of him and in his magic so the spell does this spell automatically succeed with your divine intervention is that how that works so that's up to you but so the what yeah like divine intervention is one of those like your deity intervenes on your behalf to help you for a specific task what whatever that may be yeah you do have to declare what that is so basically yes what finn is doing is is Okay. Calling on Levi to help him access these memories. All right. Um, if a god is capable of it, then divine intervention can do it. Finn. As you cast this spell, you reach into Cassius's mind. You see him through his eyes. Young in heavy armor, he kneels by a babbling brook. And at the base of a mountain, very large mountain, his reflection staring back at you, sword out before him, and he whispers beneath the oak trees, the echo of his oath ringing out in the quiet of the trees. The scene darkens, and you see him traveling along with six others. You feel someone ruffle your hair and watch as Cyprian steals his water canteen. You chase him as two others laugh from behind. You stand in a meadow with fireflies. They dance around you in the moonlight. Looking up 
into the eyes of a beautiful woman. Her ears are long, like Esperice's. Her skin is luminescent. Across her collarbone, her skin is, it looks tattooed, but fractured like stained glass in a glow like a lantern. The tattoo looks almost translucent, and she looks up at you with gold eyes, brushing her fingertips against your cheek as she smiles, leaning in to kiss you. You look around once more as the scene changes and fragments of broken stone are seeping into the earth. Dark green necrotic energy cracks through as the earth splits all around. And you feel the energy flow from the stones into your body as eight individuals rush forward. You see Levi and watch as he begins to cast a spell, and you strike outward with your sword, and green necrotic static cracks like lightning as he lunges backward. The sword grazes the side of his face, burning the skin like acid. And you remember the scar on Levi's face. The scene shifts again, and you kneel before seven stones. Taking your blade, you cut your hand the blood dripping over each stone as they begin to glow with green energy. You hear a shift behind you, and you see Cyprian turning his face like stone as he stares back at you, and he takes a few steps forward, and you feel a sharp pain in your chest, and you look down to see blood pooling, and soaking through your armor as a spear is wrenched back out and you fall to your knees. You look up weakly at your assailant and watch as a woman in shining golden plate and eyes like the sun steps out next to a dwarven warlord. You look back ahead as your vision begins to blur as Cyprian yells, No! You swore to me! You swore you'd leave him with his life! We made a deal! And the woman in shining armor looks back, taking a step around her prey. I swore to no one. Do not mistake the words of Bouclier for my own. My will is not the will of the other masters, for I have seen what lies ahead, and his life cannot be spared. His oath is to Vera. He is her champion. He will never stop to carry out her will. We saved you. We have saved you all. And it is done. Cyprian lashes out. Liars! You have the power. Change the future. Change it! Change it yourself so the future you speak of does not come to pass. You have the power to do so. Make it so! Savion looks down at Cyprian, her eyes burning like flames of the brightest stars. She looks down at him with pity in her eyes. I already have. You begin to lose consciousness as the woman and the dwarf disappear before your eyes. 
and you are blanketed in darkness as the blood loss invites the chill. You hear Cyprian weep and scream in anger, and he rushes up next to you and takes your hand in his. There's a fumbling in his bag, and a cork is popped, and liquid is frantically poured into your mouth. You begin to feel your limbs stiffen, starting at your toes. Another clanking of glasses, you feel Cyprian ruffle through your own satchel, and he stops, and you hear him weep and whisper under his breath over and over and over, drop, drop, drop. A subtle glow from a glass vial, and he continues to whisper frantically, and the vial glows brighter. The last you see is the blood dripping down Cyprian's eyes, illuminated by the glow of the weeping vial as the stone consumes your body. As you begin to cast this spell, you force your way into Cassius's mind, seeing everything that you saw. You feel so close. You're almost there. You see the memories that need to be cut and sewn anew. You just need a few more moments. The further you push, the harder it is to push forward, and gravity pulls back at you. But you break through. And you feel a strong hand on your shoulder. And a friendly voice whisper in your ear. I'm so proud of you, Finali. You were right. You've always been right. And I believed in you from the beginning. You are the star and have illuminated the path ahead. I am so proud of you. And you feel a warm embrace and a surge of energy as the snake tattoo moves up your arm, shifts into a star on your forehead. And your eyes glow for a moment. Finali, you have gained more piety with your deity and may add the actor feat to your character sheet. And you also succeed casting the spell. What spell did you cast, Finali? Modify memory. And what memories do you modify? I erase every sign of Vera in Cassius's memory and replace them with Levi. I steal Vera's champion and I give him to Livy. Like a skilled seamstress, you cut and weave back memories, shaping and molding, changing. He's so sure of it, too. Now that he knows Livy is there, it's like he feels Livy's hands, like, guiding them, 
oh, it's so fragile though. He's, he is nervous because it is, they are fragile memories. The rest of you, here in your mind, Well done. What's it sound like? Whose voice? <laughs> Sounds like Levi's voice if you've heard it. Before. <laughs> <laughs> and if we have it, we've just got a weird voice going <laughs> on, and we're just like, "Oh, I've heard this voice before." All right. <laughs> cool. And good luck. You do all see this star form on Finalize's head and his eyes glow for a moment as Cassius just Did I miss the show? <sighs> yeah. Turns out you were really tired after all. But yeah, it's okay. They do it every day. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go watch it tomorrow. I am really tired. Everything's gonna be okay, Cassius. And he draws him in, he hugs him tight. And does he, he feel of, off anymore? No. <sighs> May he guide you. <laughs> <laughs> May he guide us. And that is where we're going to end. Play of the motherfucking game! Play of the motherfucking uh, game, bro! Here we go. Oh, my God! The the arc has begun where Finn becomes... <laughs> no, no, no. Finn's in the clear here. That was the right and correct. No. We'll talk about this in the after show. Yes, we will. I believe in Finn this entire time. The whole time. <laughs> How is everyone feeling? <laughs> oh my god. Finn is a shining star. Finn is the play of the game. I've been so scared this whole time that it wouldn't work. I'm like, oh my god. I, please, um, let me so, so, so Danny did Quite tell me. Quite literally a 9% Danny, chance would work. Danny asked me about this, show, about this beforehand because like, Danny was like, okay, so if we change Cassius's memories... Will modify memory work on that? Like, does it work on long term, or like, how how would you rule that? And I thought about it, and I was like, I think it would work. Like, technically, since he just since got he his just got back, them back, you <laughs> would be sick. able to modify them. It's going to be really hard to do so, though. And then she roll, or then they rolled a uh, seven on the divine intervention table. I was like. I, I've I've been really nervous about this role all night. I because I, I knew it was coming, and I was like, "Oh my god, if Finn gets this, holy shit!" Well, with Levy, anything is possible. You've uh, seen it here. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Finn, Finn, okay. oh, Finn walking like Monsignor from Midnight Mass. Like, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Let me let me thank our new followers for the evening. Uh, uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Thank you, Nerd Alerty, for the follow. Thank you, Swart Soul, for the follow. Thank you, new, the new Kyle, for the follow. Thank you, uh, Nala, New York Joy, I think. 
for the follow. Nate, thank you, GBM123 for the or 1213 for the follow. Thank you, Haloidy, for the resub. Uh, thank you, McBluff, for the resub. And GamePlayer3009 for the resub. And Dire Beer GM for the raid. Uh, Brother B for the resub. Uh, Todd Moonbounce for the follow. And Party of Two RPG for the raid. Thank you all so much for joining us this evening as we return back to our Fate Sand campaign. Deanna's losing it over there. <laughs> Deanna's just lost her mind. Uh, if you enjoyed our show this evening, we have other shows on our channel. On Tuesdays, we have our Breach Battle Show, which is our Malifaux 3E. Uh, tournament uh, Malifaux 3E is actually a uh, war game, and our first live game starts tomorrow. I believe it's between uh, Zach, who plays the Bayou, and Brandon, who is playing the Arcanist. So it's our very first uh, live stream of Breach Battles. We've typically been doing the pre-recorded uh, pre sessions for the seating purposes, and now we are going to play uh, Breach Battles live tomorrow at... 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, so you can join us t Tuesday for that. And then, uh, no Iron Valor yet, but Witch Light is coming, everyone. And our lovely Deanna is going to be DMing that. Uh, so it is going to be coming soon, but it's not this week. Uh, but we'll, we will let you know as soon as possible when, uh, uh, light, was it Light Beyond the Witch Light? Am I saying that right? Wild beyond, wild, the wild, beyond, beyond the, the wild beyond the wild on the wild beyond the witch light when that is yeah. coming, which I'm super excited about watching, um, uh, and I'm I'm super excited about watching Deanna run a campaign too. So it's gonna be super. I'm exciting. terrified, but very. Excited. <laughs> um, but yes, Danny's uh, in it as well, so you can watch yes. Danny get to play of the Danny game. Is in Danny, well, Danny's exciting. in it. Danny's in it. Raina's in it. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Yes, so we're all super excited to see them in that. Uh, and that is going to be on Wednesdays on our Iron Valor show, um, but not this week. And then, of course, no short rest this Friday as well. Other than that, guys, I hope you enjoyed the ride this evening. Uh, we're going to go do our after show and talk about the craziness that just ensued. And we we'll lit. Uh, and then uh, Daniel is going to find us someone to raid, so make sure to stay with us. We're going to raid uh, and just continue to spread the love and the in the tabletop RPG community. But other than that, we will see you all next Monday for more Fate's End. Bye, guys! Bye.